This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, it is the Monty Show, Thursday, July 28th, 2022. Can, can we get just get rid of the feather duster, please? <laughs> We're over here doing a show in Jake's housekeeping. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, we are talking Pac-12, Death's Doorstep, the Grim Reaper is coming for day. Yeah. Is the Pac-12 dead? Is there any way to save it? Is the Big Ten taking Oregon? And can the Big 12 get the remainder of what's left in the Pac-12? We'll talk about that. I mean, a huge report out of the NBA is, um, you know, wait until you hear. We'll talk the latest on the Utah Jazz and the New York Knicks coming up, and it's comical. And I'm really excited to tell you that once again... Here on the show, we are giving away big dollar prizes. Yep. And this prize could be potentially worth a billion dollars. I said a billion with a B. It's the Mega Millions um, unbelievableness. The jackpot is worth a billion dollars. Yeah, he said a billion with a B. With a B like billion and we are giving you free tickets. We're going to do the show live tomorrow at Max Muscle uh, Nutrition in South Jordan. So for all my Utahns, come see us tomorrow morning, 6.30 to 9-something, whenever we decide we're done. Um, 3595 South Jordan Parkway. Uh, it is right by the Ochre Lake Temple, uh, right by Costco, all of that good stuff. All you have to do is walk in, and we'll give you a free Mega Millions uh, ticket. Hey guys, uh, you want an extra ticket? So you want to buy something, make a purchase. We'll give you a, a, a second ticket for free. You don't have to do anything and we'll give you a free mega millions ticket. It's worth a billion dollars, a billion dollars. Are we clear on that? What would you do if you won a billion dollars? I don't even know. In the mega millions. Jeff? I'm not. I mean, if we won a billion dollars, I mean, Man. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't, you may not see me again, bro. Ever. That's very true. All right, let's get talking some football because big news out of the Pac-12 yesterday, and that is some of the biggest nameplates in the conference um, are headed for the Big Ten, apparently, as the Big Ten is exploring, um, adding, as you see, Oregon, Stanford, Cal, and Washington to the Big Ten. If that happens, you can't tell me that the Pac-12 can survive. I don't see any way this conference survives. Frankly, even if you don't, I don't see any way that this conference survives without USC and UCLA. And now if you have the Big Ten poaching specifically Oregon and Washington with Cal and Stanford, the Pac-12 is dead. It's not on like death's doorstep anymore. The Pac-12 at that point is absolutely dead. It is no longer a viable conference. And when you consider that Oregon right now today is the biggest brand committed to the conference, Jake, I just don't see any way the Pac-12 can survive that. Yeah, I just don't know. There, there's no obvious path. There's no obvious option. And that's the issue. You know, the, the adversity piece itself 
isn't really the core issue here. It's it's that there is no path forward. There is no, hey, okay, cool, this happened, but what do we do about it? There is no what do we do about it portion here for the conference. And that and that and that's why I just truly believe I, I just don't know where you go from here. You know, not in in most times, like it's very rare in sports, you get a situation where there's just absolutely no recourse, no other path or or you know whatever there's there's just not another option and that's the tough part so you know when i look at these teams that are being mentioned one team that's not really been mentioned a whole hell of a lot is utah and that's what i'm really nervous about obviously we do this show every day in salt lake city obviously you know we 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 talk about utah a ton during the season and and everything that they go through and and i'm sitting here looking at this program like hey um, is Kyle Whittingham and this Utah team going to be like playing flag football next year or what are we doing? You know what? Like, I, and I know, I know that's a joke yeah. and tongue in cheek, but like, seriously, like what are, what is Utah doing? Yeah. I don't know that it's that much of a joke. I think that this is a very, very serious situation. I mean, if I'm Arizona state right now, I am nervous Yeah, because everything that's going on with Herm Edwards and that program and the absolute shambles that Arizona State, really their entire athletic department, um, is in. Maybe you should have played GCU all those years ago, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> because now you might be in the same conference. Uh, I joke, but. but I feel like there's a lot of that going around. There's a lot of hey, we were well, Big Brother. We, you know, we spited you. We didn't want to humor you, and now all of a sudden, Little Brother, not just BYU, but GCU is a good example as well. Yeah, Little Brother has found a way to make some money and. And, and to put themselves in a better position and, and, you know, expand campuses and do a, a ton of stuff. So now they're in a good place. And now, like, programs like ASU, you know, Utah currently, like, these programs that haven't been doing a whole hell of a lot are not in a good place right now. And, again, more so Utah than, than ASU, like... Utah is a crown jewel in the Pac-12. Like, I understand maybe nationally they don't get the respect that an Oregon or a Washington has, historically speaking, but Utah just went to the Rose Bowl. Utah just had a hell of a season. Utah just went through a bunch of stuff. So it's not as though Utah is just a brand that you just want to, like, write off. You know, like, they need a home, and I don't know where that's going to be. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think there's any choice for Utah but to go to the Big 12. I mean... You look at the irony surrounding Utah football, all the turmoil that Utah went through last year and all of the, I mean, yeah, players passing away. You, you, I mean, you finally, finally win the Pac-12, go to the Rose Bowl, play one of the most memorable Rose Bowl games that we've seen in quite some time. And now all of that is seemingly forgotten because you might not have a conference home that's worth a damn a month from now. Yeah. And I think when you look at where Utah is, it is incredibly important for Utah to get into the Big 12. And I know that that they have tried, and I know that Colorado would like to go. I know that there's a lot of schools in the Big uh, or in the Pac-12 that would like to go to the Big 12. But I don't think any of this is a slam dunk. And I, I think we talked about it yesterday on the show where there was a chance that, hey, maybe, just maybe, uh, the Pac-12 tries to poach some of the teams out of the Big 12. And maybe, hey, can the Pac-12 add San Diego State and SMU and become a viable conference again? As I said yesterday, hell no, that's not being a viable conference. Yeah. And I think it is crystal clear now. If it wasn't before today, it is crystal clear now the Pac-12 is done. 
because you can clearly see that Oregon and Washington are looking for a ripcord. They're on their way out. And if they take Callen Stanford with them, it's over. There's no coming back from that. We're talking about TV deals for the Pac-12 right now where you're hoping to get $30 million a year. We're talking about over $100 million a year if you join the Big Ten. Yeah, You're talking $60 million a year if you join the Big 12. I just don't see anymore how the Pac-12 is a viable conference. And I, I, I guess that... That, to me, is where we're at in college football. And I think now when you look at BYU versus Utah and, and you 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 quickly figure out, BYU likely has been, but certainly right now here today, there is no question in my mind that BYU is the biggest brand in the state of Utah. BYU carries the water for football in this state right now. And I'm not saying that Utah can't get back to that, but how on earth did we get here when Utah just won the Pac-12, went to the Rose Bowl, and BYU, I think, is the preeminent football program in the state, Jake. Well, what is it really saying that you won the Pac-12, though? With all due respect, like if, if we really start to look at this, even last year before all this conference realignment conversation was seriously getting going, like we have been talking about, hey, they don't have a TV deal. Hey, like you can't find you know Pac-12 football easily unless it's on ESPN like you can't find these marquee matchups uh easily and I think that's where this all stems from the the TV you know distribution streaming rights deals in college football are the lifeblood of these schools I mean obviously they have other ad partners and ways they make money but the 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 distribution piece and the TV and how many people see you uh is the lifeblood and the Pac-12 not having that is just incredible to me. I mean, again, I, I know we've been saying it a lot this week, but what was that five years ago at Pac-12 Media Day? Larry Scott telling us that, yeah, we're close and we're going to have one, and and then it never happened, and now you're here and your conference is dead, right? Like, like that's the problem. And and my other problem is that that it took you know the Pac-12 uh, uh, governors, if you will. It's too long to move on from Larry Scott. And and that's that ultimately, having thought about this a lot, I feel like is the is the dagger. I feel like because you took too long to move on from a guy in Larry Scott who was not interested in making money or saving yeah. money per se or like being good in the financial department. Well, now you're paying the price. None of this had to happen. None of and it. If you're a fan of the Pac twelve, that's the the pill you gotta swallow. None of this should have happened. Larry Scott was simply given a, a, a blank check day after day after day in the Pac-12. Larry Scott is singularly responsible for crushing this conference. And the presidents at all of these universities that thumb their nose at, at people like BYU and, you know, hey, we don't, you know, we're not going to do this or we're not going to do that or we're not going to be on direct TV or you're paying the price for that right now. Yeah. And I think it is remarkable, especially here in the state of Utah, I think it's remarkable that BYU is by far the most solid and best positioned football program, and it's not even a conversation. When you look at the Big 12 versus the Pac-12, it's not even a conversation. Yeah. You look at the ability to recruit right now today in the state of Utah, it is awfully tough 
to pitch a big-time recruit, a four-star kid, to go to Utah over BYU when Utah doesn't even know what conference it's going to be in. Because the other thing that I think a lot of people in Utah don't want to talk about is it's certainly no slam dunk that Utah's getting to the Big 12. Yeah. It's not. And as much as, and again, I think it's ironic, and it is an awfully difficult pill to swallow for Utah Ute fans. You now are in the same position that you mocked and raked over the coals, BYU for being in for the last decade. Yeah, That's where you are. The only issue is it's no longer an option to be, uh, to be independent. That's not an option in college football when your name is the Utah Utes. You don't have the draw that a Notre Dame has. You don't have the the landscape that BYU had 10 years ago. Yeah. You don't have the ramp to run up and dominate independence the way that BYU did. And now yes. you're, you're in this position where what if you don't get into the Big 12? What's next for Utah football? The Mountain West. You're coming. Well, but, but we joke. But I'm being serious. Well, what other option is there? I, I'm not joking. I don't know. And, I, yeah. and who else? The other question is, what's left in the Pac-12 and where does that group go? And do they travel as one? Do do the remaining, do the remaining, you know, six teams that would be left at that point, Oregon State, Washington State, the Arizona schools, Colorado, and Utah, do those teams end up in the Mountain West? Do those teams end up by default in the Big 12? I don't know the answer to that question. Because I think right now, if you're the Big 12, aren't you being awfully selective? I think you are. But I don't know that the Big 12 has time to hang out and wait. But if I'm the Big 12, is Utah the first school I'm calling? Well, mm. I mean, likely, it probably, it, it, likely, probably, maybe. Yeah. But the Arizona schools have real value. If I'm the Big 12, I've already got the mountain region. I've already got the Salt Lake Valley. I've got the entire state of Utah because yep. they've got BYU. Yep. So, yeah, they've already got this huge fan base. They've got ESPN. They, they've got ESPN. They've they've got a million viewers every time BYU's on TV. It's not a slam dunk that the Big 12 wants Utah. Yeah, and I think the tough part is not only is it not a slam dunk, I, I think if you're Utah and, and really you're any of these remaining teams in the Pac-12, the problem is is you don't even have any real leverage. I mean, it, like, if, think about it. If you're... You know, we can use Utah as an example or whatever school you want, but if you're any of these schools going to the Big 12, what is your value proposition, right? Like Utah specifically is the perfect example because BYU is already there. Well, you can't go to the Big 12 and say, "Yeah, we're 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 going to bring you we're going to bring you Salt Lake in the Mountain Region." No, they already have that, right? We're going to bring you this thing. Well, you're not going to say this thing is TV because you don't have that. So that's what I'm saying for Utah. That's why I'm concerned. I'm not coming from a place where I'm hating on the Utes. I love the Utes. I love the Pac-12. I love the brand. And frankly, last season was incredible. The things you went through, uh, everything from people dying to Kai Whittingham retiring to, I mean, there was just so much in last season. And now we're talking about this team potentially, potentially, having to look at like the Mountain West or some, you know, sub-tier conference, which is incredible to me. And they're going to need essentially a handout to get to the Big 12 because I just don't see the pitch. What is, if you're Utah, what's the yeah. pitch? I don't know what that is. I don't know what your value, your, what your value position is. I mean, again, and I, I'm not the guy that enjoys comparing BYU to Utah, but I don't know how you don't do that here. Yeah, and if if you look at what BYU brought to the Big Twelve, 
to your point, ESPN, they brought a, a phenomenal TV relationship, a scheduling relationship that allows BYU to play some pretty significant out-of-conference games. You brought 10 years of independence. You bought 10 years of revenue generation. You bought 10 years of, of survival. And, and really, all the ingredients, TV viewership, uh, recruiting, winning a national championship, history, you brought all that with you to the Big 12. I think that's a phenomenal question. Yeah. What is Utah's value proposition? Well, we just won the Pac-12 and, and we went to the Rose Bowl. Okay. That you were the original BCS buster? Okay. I think the Holy War is a, a value proposition because everybody mean, you wants have, to watch that. You have a natural rivalry in in BYU in the conference, but how many people tune in to watch Utah football? If it's Utah and Washington State, that's not a huge draw. I think Utah fits in well with the big boys. I think Utah versus Oregon, that's a game people definitely well, watch. it is know? football. And, yeah. and yeah. My, my answer to what is Utah's value statement, it's football. It is a tremendous academic institution. It is a phenomenal athletic program. And you were just in the Rose Bowl. That's true, man. Yeah, I mean, you're getting one of the best football programs in the country. Yeah, You're getting... I mean, this is where basketball hurts you. Yeah. This is where the running youth sucking for how many years now and being frustratingly inept yeah. is going to hurt you because as good as you are in gymnastics, you're not good at all in basketball, and the struggle is real. And so I think your your value proposition is, hey, we're a hell of a learning institution, and hey, by the way, we're pretty good at football. We have you know one of the best football coaches in, in the country, we put guys in the NFL. We compete in big bowl games. We have a natural rivalry with BYU. Utah is a good brand. I mean, there's no way around that. I mean, but Utah is desirable, but, but that doesn't mean that. But you let's know. tell the truth about it. Yeah, their brand is not. It, let's not. With all due respect to the Utes, they don't have an over-the-top value proposition. Their brand isn't. Well, we got to have Oregon. Phil Knight's money. We got to have that. Yeah. Okay. What's the Phil Knight money at Utah? Well, the I, but I think that's the Rose Bowl appearance. That if you're right now today, if I, like if yeah. I was, hey, if I was trying to sell you, if I was trying to sell a Big Twelve on Utah, I would be saying, hey, like we just went to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. We can come in year one and compete with anybody in your conference. Like we can be, we can potentially win this conference. Like that's what our program can do. I think the hardest part for Utah is that they haven't been on TV. Yeah, I think the brand is tremendously undervalued because the Pac-12 network just isn't, you know, readily available. And I, I think, again, when you don't have streaming and you don't have third tier and you don't have, and this is the thing about BYU that that it's hard to get away from. BYU had ESPN all of these years. BYU games have been on ESPN, so you can't you can't consistently say that. You know, Utah doesn't have people that watch television. That's just not true. Utah has an engaged, passionate fan base. They have people that, I mean, Utah fans travel well. They watch their games on TV. My point is that when you have ESPN as a broadcast partner, man, that's awfully tough to overcome. And yeah. I just think Utah is going to struggle to do that. All right, let's get your thoughts in here. I see a lot of people wanting to talk college football. Good to be talking football. Hell yeah, it is. Good to be not yeah, spinning a story on 
on the the Utah Jazz, who we're going to talk NBA here in a minute, by the way, because I see everybody here to, to ask questions about the NBA. Dennis Levy tips us $4.99. It says, hey, boys. What's up? We all know you're not BYU or Utah fans, but being based in Salt Lake, if you had to pick a team to support, Notre Dame. I, I, I Notre Dame's my football team. Yeah. Notre Dame's my college football team since I could remember being a college football fan. Look, I think that the, to answer your question, honestly, I, I'm not a fan of either of them. Obviously, cover them clo you know, closely. Like, that's what we do. But I'm not a fan of either of them, to be honest with you. I think that I, in my heart, I do believe that BYU is stronger right now. I, I, I think, yeah, if you put them on the football field, yeah, I think obviously Utah is going to compete. They're very And it's going to be very close. Absolutely. But I think... That's not all that matters right now. I, I think from a business perspective, money-making. I also think creativity. That's one of the things that nobody ever talks about with BYU. Like, just the creative ability to make things happen at BYU is just very strong. I don't know why it is, but it is. We're in a generation where TV and, and social matter. Yeah. We're in a generation where BYU having, having the facilities that they have the money that they have dedicated to creating content, whether it's BYU Radio, BYU or, Radio. or BYU TV or, you know, BYU Sports Nation. Yeah. Utah doesn't have that. Utah doesn't have NIL. Utah doesn't. I mean, that, and it, this is that when we're talking about yeah. attractiveness of programs and when you're asking us, hey, are you a fan of X, Y, or Z? The answer is no, I'm not. But I think it's easier to attract new fans to BYU because you just see BYU a lot more than you see Utah. And what might Utah be with the same opportunity? That's what I think the shame is. Like I think the the, the biggest thing here is that that the Pac-12 has just held down great programs like Oregon and Utah and Washington and freaking ASU. Like and and that's why I like. What SC would Utah be with a hundred million dollars a year in TV money? Who the hell knows? I, I mean, a juggernaut. Me? I, you can't tell me they wouldn't be. I mean, I, I, are fans having to pay for painting warehouses? And uh, is Britton Covey having to spearhead NIL movements at Utah? That's if they're the making other thing. $100 million a year on TV. Like, and th this is why I say everybody, everybody wanted to mock BYU for the built bar and oh, they're in trouble. They're not in trouble. And they're all eating built bars in Provo. And by the way, by extension, everybody that we're, you know, every Cougar fan and every Utah fan and every fan of anybody that's a fan of something is eating built bars now. Yeah. And a lot of that is the run they got off of their deal with, with BYU. And by the way, you, you have everybody on scholarship at BYU. Like it's wild. It, it, ha <laughs> it, it has nothing to do almost with the product on the field. BYU's brand is better than Utah's brand. That's why I say BYU's brand is better than anybody in the Pac-12. BYU's brand is better than anybody in the Big 12. Uh, you're When you take out Oklahoma and Texas, here's the truth. If we're really telling the truth on what's going on in this state with football, if we are, if we are really telling the truth, look at BYU. And when we talk about, hey, you know, is, is the Pac-12 dying? Look at BYU. What if the Pac-12 had added BYU? 10 years ago. Mm. Think about that. BYU would be in real trouble right now. BYU wouldn't have an ESPN TV deal. BYU probably would not have the brand, the reach, and the power. So at the end of the day, if we're telling the truth about football in the state of Utah, yeah. independence was very good for BYU. TDS, you know, hey, go back to the mountain, the mountain east. You guys are idiots.
How'd that all work out? Because there's no such thing as that team down south anymore. And I wonder, I wonder if, let's say Utah doesn't get into the Big 12 this year. I wonder how long the the road is, the trip is to get back to a good place. Because it could be. I don't know. Like, who knows? I mean, it could be a long time. It could be a short time. Bro, do you really want your football life? Tied to Craig Thompson in the Big Twelve in the in the Mountain West. Oh, are you kidding me? And that's but that's what I'm saying. Like this is so. This is I want to be really clear. Like you know, this is not all on Utah, right? What what it is is it's on the Pac-12. Like 99 percent of it is on the Pac-12. But I think there is that small sliver of the pie where I want to say, hey, yeah, you did. You did spite BYU. You you didn't want them in your conference. You 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 weren't aggressively pursuing any sort of streaming thing or, or really any sort of NIL situation that you could really benefit from from an exposure standpoint. Like there hasn't been anything at, at Utah, you know, or in the Pac-12 really, and that's why that's why I think like USC USC is going to dominate. USC is going to explode going to the Big Ten. Like a hundred percent. I I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing to me how the tables have turned. All right. Let's get some of your comments in here. Cause I see a lot of you appreciate everybody uh, this morning. Good morning, Neville 93, my guy. Uh, hey, hope to see you tomorrow. Neville come by uh, yeah, come Max us, Muscle bro. in South Jordan. Max Muscle Nutrition will be there tomorrow morning, 630 to 930, uh, giving you free Mega Millions lotto tickets. They are a billion dollar jackpot. A billion, bro. We're handing you a, a play slip that could get you, or a, a, an actual Mega Millions ticket that could get you a billion dollars tomorrow <laughs> at Max Muscle Nutrition in South Jordan. That's going to be phenomenal. Karen Montemayor wants to know if the big announcement tomorrow on the show, 8 a.m. Mountain Time tomorrow morning, huge announcement on the show. Uh, is the big announcement tomorrow that Jake is starting a dating advice podcast? Dude, I told you not to tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. I, it leaked. Man. You know, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Gabe Ledley, morning casuals and Luca's mom. Gabe, how are you? Jesse Harsh, uh, thanks for the two bucks. Appreciate that. He says, uh, just wondering from an outsider perspective who y'all think is the most passionate, loyal college fan base in the state. As a lifelong BYU fan, I think it's us, but I'm biased. I mean, well, I if we're talking about passionate fans, I mean – yeah. Aggie tears are real in this state. I mean, Utah State fans are tell me Utah State fans aren't salivating at the possibility that it's not going to happen. But Utah runs back to the Mountain West. Oh my God. Come on. Logan all of a sudden becomes a dreamland. Um I think BYU and Utah fans are equally passionate. Um, I think I just think Utah fans have had so much adversity to deal with the last 18 months. Um, I mean, it is it's been unbelievable. Yeah, I think I, I, I think just, it's tough to measure a fan base's passion. I, I agree I think with that. that. I think that you know if you've ever been to to Rice Eccles, like you understand that it, that place is wild when it's full. Like I, I think that the wild. fans are are absolutely you know wild. dialed in, plugged in, love their team, definitely going to be there. Like I, I just. I, I don't love – I understand why you're asking it. Totally respect the question, but I think it's difficult to measure, I would you know, passion. That. Snuka, good morning to you. Teddy Wayman, what's up? <laughs> what's, uh, up? what's up, dude? Uh, West Virginia guy says the Pac-12 is dead. I would totally yeah, agree Yeah, I agree, that. man. Yep. Rudy Sanchez, good morning to you. Uh, Cody Strickland says, do a company pitch and ticket. Uh, okay. He clarified going to Evanston to do a company pitch tomorrow okay. okay 
Get okay. them, or just come by Max Messel Sports Nutrition. We'll be in Evanston today you buying know. the winning ticket. So there you go. Jeremy Bolton says, sup, casuals. J Jeremy, Jeremy, you, are, you come better on. come by. Come on. <laughs> I expect to see you tomorrow morning, And sir. you better be wearing a headband. <laughs> Bring the Alex Caruso yeah. jersey. That would be amazing. By the way, we'll also have free uh, Monty Show t-shirts for you as well. I know a lot of people have asked us about that. Uh, yes, we are going to have free t-shirts at Max Muscle Nutrition tomorrow in South Jordan. Uh, well, you know, hey, come by. We'll give you a shirt. Uh, while supplies last, and we'll give you uh, Mega Millions tickets. So come on by, say hello. Uh, Justin Salas says, morning, fellas. You guys should set up a membership for the channel. I would definitely subscribe. Now, you know what? We've always, we've been asked that several times. We're never going to charge anybody to watch this show. It's just not, I just don't think that's who we are. Yeah. I, I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'll get desperate. Uh, morning, fellas. Oh, boy, did you say a billion? A billion dollars. <laughs> Sorry, Greg Hawkins, who, uh, good morning to, by the way, he's sending me pictures of lobster mac and cheese oh, yesterday. Well, come on, dude. I haven't even had breakfast yet, and now we're talking about mac and cheese, which is literally my favorite food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, Greg Hawkins getting crazy. He says, uh, I'm raging at my screen listening to this right now. Well? Over, let's see. Over the last 15, 20 years, Utah's had more viewership per season every season than BYU. Hearing this BYU is better than Utah talk makes me want to throw my laptop out the window. Don't. You live in a high-rise condo. It, you know, it, like you're in big time actor guys, you know, like living situation. If you throw that laptop down, you know, a hundred stories, you're going to drop that mother. You know, there's people. I get why it's frustrating, Greg. I get why it's frustrating, well, but and, he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, the, the number of people that actually physically watch Utah football, I, I, I want to say we looked at this the other day. It's, it's more, it's actually more than BYU, but mm -hmm. the difference is. BYU's on ESPN. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't, what I think a lot of people have to grasp and what you have to understand is that it doesn't matter what the actual number is. Perception is reality. BYU's on ESPN every week. Somewhere. ESPN Plus, ESPN App, ESPN2, ESPN Your Mom. Like they're But on Utah's on ESPN. Direct TV, right? No, they're not. Well, but Utah has in, a streaming deal, right? Right, the Utah Utes football. Oh, no, they don't. Um, uh, Fubu TV, Fubo. Well, YouTube, you, Utah's on YouTube, right? No. Oh, Greg, Got perception it. is reality. Perception is reality. Greg also says the Big Twelve just took Houston. They'll take UCF, but not reigning Pac-12 champions. What am I hearing? No, that's not what I said. Yeah, I didn't say that the Big Twelve wouldn't. I didn't say the Big Twelve wouldn't. Yeah, but it's not done. And why has it not been done? And you, you, you have. You have guys at Utah. You have the leadership at Utah saying they're doing everything they can do. Like, there's a holdup somewhere. And by the way, you can't tell me that that head honchos at Utah didn't know that that SC and UCLA were leaving. You can't tell me that they that, didn't. That didn't get That's around the, I don't think it did. I honestly don't think anybody in the Pac-12 knew SC and UCLA were leaving. The state of California didn't know that UCLA was leaving. I, I think this was gangster. And again, if you go back, we were talking about this in 2014, where every Utah fan likes to mock that I, I said back then that SC and Texas were talking about forming a super conference. SC's been looking to get out of the Pac-12 for how long? Yeah. Like a long time. Because the, the formula in the Pac-12 has been crippling. So Texas, you know, has been looking to get away from the, the Big 12. You knew that. 
Like, this is not new. This was just the right time and place for SC and UCLA to escape and Oklahoma and Texas to escape. So this is not new. This is not something that has shocked people. Greg also says Utah viewership in 2019. Yeah, listen. And Greg, look at the numbers on the screen. I'm, I'm guessing those are right. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I am, I am telling you that I saw the other day that Utah has, on a regular basis, been even with or a bit ahead of, of BYU in viewership. Yep. It's not surprising. It's not surprising at all. So, but that's not the conversation we're having. That is not the conversation. The conversation we're having. we're having is where, like, again, perception is reality. So, again, cool if you're, you know, you're on Pac-12 network. That's not where the bread and butter is, and like advertising and like you know. But exposure. the problem is, your big games have been on Fox. Yeah. Your big games have been on Pac-12 network. Your big games have rarely been on ESPN or ABC. Yeah. You know, like th- that's the issue. Like you're playing Florida. Like, that's a big game. That's the other thing that BYU's been able to do. You've been able to play a lot of big games. Yep. You've been able to go to State Farm Stadium in, in Glendale, Arizona, and fill that place up. You went to Allegiant last year and filled it up. You're going to fill it up again as few tickets as you're getting. And by the way, we're giving you away tickets. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But you're going to fill up Allegiant Stadium again, and this time it's against Notre Dame on NBC. Like, you just have been able to outmaneuver the the curve at BYU. Utah has been locked into a really bad deal for business. Yeah. That's the biggest difference. Jeremy Bolton says everything that is happening in the Pac-12 right now is exactly how BYU felt when Utah got invited to that conference 10 years ago. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Alex Chacon. Ah, man, we've reached that point where college football is going to be the primary subject. The Jazz making another another move can't come fast enough. You're not wrong. Yes, yes, yes. College football is coming, man. It is coming. Rudy Sanchez says the Pac-12 is going under, and that sucks for teams like Utah who had to work hard to get there, and now it's being taken away from them because of poor judgment from leadership. Ding. Exactly right. Ed Wins says the big sky with Weber State is always an option. Stop. Would I have stayed if I knew that? Stop. No, it's not. Kay Nuren says the Pac-12 has been dying for years. They should have taken BYU with Utah. The Big 12 could take San Diego over Utah. There is a there is a pretty good there's a pretty good bit of momentum for San Diego State and SMU along with the Arizona schools to join the Big 12. But you can't tell me the Big 12's not trying to get Colorado and Utah. I Yeah. I don't buy that for a second. I really don't. If you can get three teams in Texas, one in California, two in in Arizona, and two in the mountain region, that's a footprint now. Yeah. That's a footprint. Ultimately, the the bigger question, I guess, is what happens to Oregon State and Utah State? Or, excuse me, Oregon State and Washington State? Yeah. I think that's that's a real question. Are those Mountain West teams? Uh, does the Mountain West become something else? And these are all questions that, that have got to be asked and answered. Because I, honestly, at the end of the day, you can't tell me Utah doesn't get to the Big Twelve. You, it 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 just it, doesn't make yeah, any it sense. Yeah, doesn't make sense that they would add that that history to add to add that NFL link to add that recruiting link to add Kyle program, Whittingham man. to add the education. It's hard to see them not bringing Utah to the Big Twelve but they haven't yet. And if I'm the Big 12, 
I'm using this Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Cal thing that you're hearing about um, where reports yesterday said that the, the Big Ten is exploring Oregon, Cal, Stanford, and Washington. If I'm the Big 12, I'm going after everybody else right now today. Yeah. Hey, guys, those four are going to the Big Ten. Come, let's, let's get ink to paper. Let's do it hey right guys. now. Like, I am all over. If I'm the Big 12, the move that I make, the first school I call is, 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 Was- is uh, Utah. The second school I call is uh, Arizona State, Arizona, San Diego State, and then SMU. And if I can get, if I can get balance and I can add one more team, that'd be great. But I'm telling you now, you got to have, the, I think you got to have those six, Utah, Colorado, San Diego State, SMU, and the Arizona schools uh-huh. right now. Right now. There's nothing to talk about. You're now, what is that? You're an 18 team league right now. That gets you, that's 60 to $75 million in TV money right now. Yeah. Southern California, the whole of Dallas, Arizona in the Southwest, you own the mountain region in football. I, I, why would you not do that? If I'm the Big 12, that's what I'm doing right now. It, yeah. it's, not even, it's not even arguable. It's not even a discussion. I, why that deal has not been done, if I am, if I am the, 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 the folks running the Big 12, I'm doing it. I, you are a major player. You cement yourself as the third conference in college football. Yeah. You cement yourself probably the upper end of that 60 to $75 million a year per school in TV money. I would do that. No doubt about it. You're not signing a TV deal until expansion's done. Yeah. What are we talking about? Like that, this is the problem I have with college athletics. And, and Again, I don't mean to sit here and rail at you, but where's the common sense? If you're the Big 12, why have you not moved yet? Have you tried to move and, and Utah has said, hey, I need to, to wait. Maybe we get into the Big 10. Is that what's going on? Because I can't believe that if, if the Big 12 calls AD Harlan today right. and says, hey, man, we're going we're gonna, to you know, docu-sign you over uh, an agreement to join the conference. I, you can't tell me they don't sign that thing today. They call they call the Eccles and ask their permission to join the Big 12 right now today. Right. That was see because they don't that, do anything without Right. The ink isn't dry yet. Anyway, the point is you're joining the Big 12 today. Today. <laughs> right? Wow. That's what you're doing. Right. But why isn't it happen? You know, and, and I actually think and, and I laughed at somebody that I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this. But is Colorado attractive to the Big 12? I don't know if they're attractive. You left us once. Why Obviously would... not. You left us once. You're not... By the way, I don't know what goes on. Maybe everybody's skiing and snowboarding, but you guys aren't very good at things that involve athletics. Yeah. Like, it, is Colorado attractive? I think for no. the educational component, they are. No. Absolutely. But... No. Oregon State or, or Colorado? Oregon State. Really? Yeah. Come on. Really? Come on. Okay. When's the last time Colorado was? I think it's a. I think it's a legitimate question. I don't think it is. I think Oregon State over Colorado all day. Yeah. Well, right now in football, Oregon State's a far better program. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's no doubt about that. I just, 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I think the irony that's involved in all this is crazy. Uh, Brandon James, good morning to you. Even the Rose Bowl isn't a big deal. Plus, they lost. Well, I, I, that's I think... That's not the point, dude. Yeah, the, there's the, not... The, the, last year was an unequivocal success. Dude, losing... Listen, listen. The on-the-field product is hardly the, the, the conversation here. Again, as we were just saying with BYU, like... With, with Utah, yeah, sure, you lost the Rose Bowl, but that's not the point. You were in the damn Rose Bowl. You were making you, money. No, no. Like You finally fucking got over. Like, you won the Pac-12 yeah. championship. You went to the Rose Bowl. You took Ohio State to the limit. Yeah. Like, you got over. Oh, and then Larry Scott sucks and the conference collapsed. <laughs> Burn it to the ground. Like, you finally won the whole damn thing, and it doesn't mean anything. Like, that's the most frustrating part of it. Yeah. It is. Now, to your point, Brandon, I, I think it is devalued. I think the Rose Bowl is one of the most overrated bowls in all of college sports. And it's because of what's happened the last 10 years. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything anymore. It does, It's the granddaddy. No, it's not. No, it's not. Nobody is it like, oh. We're not we're not going to the national championship. We're not going to the play. Oh well, okay, we'll go to the Rose Bowl. Too bad. Okay. Where the parking sucks and you can't get there and Jimmy and Kathleen across the street are pissed off that the Rose Bowl's there in front of their twenty million dollar estate. Like Stop disrespecting me, bro. You know. Yeah. The Rose Bowl's not what it used to be. Oh look, there's a parade. Neat. Okay. Neat. Cool, bro. That's great. I, I mean, come on. I think I come on. Brandon also says Utah only has recent football and gymnastics. Well, they also have a history of great college basketball. They also have a history of, I mean, baseball track. Like, come on. They have heritage, come on. man. Come on. We, let, let, let's be, and this is the thing I think that we have to get, we have to get over in this state. Well, I mean, TDS sucks. So you better check they, yourself. They don't suck. Yeah. Oh, Utah, they don't <laughs> do anything but play football. Well, actually, they, I mean, the pommel horse, they're pretty good at that. Right? I mean, oh, but we got the J-I-M-M-E-R. Okay, well, they got Keith Van Horn. Like, are we really are we really trying to degrade? Like, we're not degrading Utah. When we're talking about the position that teams are in, yeah. BYU is in a superior position to Utah. Never has BYU had the leverage they have now. Never. They've got a national championship. Oh, but that, no, they have a national championship. BYU's got, you know, that guy Lavelle something or other. The name on a stadium and stuff. Yeah, and that Maybe guy. Maybe you heard of him. Yeah. They Who have. Who the f- is that guy? Jimmy McMahon, Steve Young. You know what I'm saying? Like Jimmy Mack. Yeah. You know, one-eyed Jimmy. <laughs> BYU, like, let's not. Let's not do it. Because, listen, we've done that for the last 10 years. And right now, can you imagine if Utah gets into the Big 12, let's all just have some kind of like incredible celebration. Yeah. Let's let's party. Let's get a smoker. Let's make some pizza and wings and stuff. And yes. let's all celebrate. Yeah. Because that's going to be a very good day in this state. Yes, it is. A very good state. Day in this state. But let's not. I hate that we're like, oh, Utah sucks. <laughs> they don't suck. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. Uh, Big 12 doesn't need Utah. Doesn't bring more value to the league. Oh, please. Get the hell out of here, man. See, come like, on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, Jeremy says, I'm dying. Add some pepperoni to that turkey and we have a deal. Yeah. Okay, what am I missing? Uh, JC, Jordan Clarkson breaks ankles and stuff. Not today, James. The NBA is shutting down business until Danny Ainge sets the market back in motion. Um, uh, 
Listen, oh, we, we, so in funny. the vaunted pre-show meeting pre-show behind meeting. the scenes, we talked about what we wanted to lead with today, what we wanted to start with, and you know, we just were like, yeah, I mean, we could make something up about Donovan. We could we could come up with some unique angle you've never heard of before, but we decided not to do that. We decided to go a different direction and put some effort in. <laughs> Jeremy, Greg Hawkins says, I hate USC. Um, Jeremy Bolton says, totally agree. USC makes me want to eat blue cheese. Exactly right. Wow. Poison. Uh, JB also says, I ain't scared to say that Utah has had the better football program for the past 10 to 15 years, but the tide's turning back to BYU again. BYU owned the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, but since then, uh, Utah's had better football program, but F that, BYU's coming back. BYU is back. Yeah. They are absolutely back. Brandon Jones says, did you see uh, the Ohio State coach said about the Rose Bowl? Yes, I did. Uh, the Rose Bowl's been damaged. There's, there's just no doubt about that. It, 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 yeah. Uh, Kane Nuren says the big 12 should take San Diego over Utah. They will make more money. Stop. Don't. Uh, can I Johnson? Should you, of you go independent? No, no, please don't. K drew Kansas fan here, Texas. And OU didn't escape the big 12. They held this conference down by the throat, not upset. They're gone. Well, I think there's some real value in that. I mean, if you look at Texas and the, just Texas and the Longhorn network, that whole thing. Yeah. And the whole exodus to ESPN and screw you and your TV deal. Like the Big 12 is not suffering for Oklahoma and Texas leaving. And I know that sounds crazy. And but Kansas is a perfect example. Kansas is as responsible, Kansas basketball is responsible for the success of the Big 12 as Texas football is. Right. There's just no doubt about that. Now, Bill Self better learn how to recruit legally. That would really help. But I'm going to do that. You know, the point is that that you haven't had the bottom half of the conference thrive. Yeah. Because Texas and Oklahoma just don't care about you. They hate you. Yeah. They they're disappointed that you still are breathing air. Well, now go try to find some air for yourself in the SEC. Good luck with that. Yeah. Right? Like I mean, you got to in in the world of business, especially in like the business of college athletics, you better watch what you wish for, man. Because you just might get it. Uh, yeah, Coach Saban. Coach Saban. Uh, Lord Raiden says San Diego State is a good get for somebody. The Big 12 needs San Diego State. The Big 12 has to have it. Has to have it. What are you doing over there? I'm getting like five emails from Netflix right now that someone in the Philippines logged into my Netflix Greg, account. Greg, what are you doing on Jake's in, Netflix account? In Bolican, Philippines. Ooh, Okay. By the way, did you see that Netflix has now officially lost over a million subscribers? Most of them millennials. NY Jazz fan says, Vanity has been the Pac-12 source of strength for decades, placing worth qualified potential members on the outside for years. Vanity, however, can, can also be an organization's undoing. Point proven. I would agree with that. James Knight says, uh, anything in the NBA? Yeah, come in. In, in a few minutes, James. Take it easy. Yeah, take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Drink the Forex gold that you owe me. Uh, Lord Raiden says Pac-12 should have invited Kansas, Texas Tech, uh, Oklahoma State, and someone last year to kill the Big 12. Now they're the ones going out of business. They should have. They should have. The Pac-12 should have invited Kansas. And again, not just because you're a Kansas fan, or or I think you might be different, but the Pac-12 should have invited Kansas. That should have happened, and they didn't do it. Yeah, the Pac-12 should have done a lot of things, and they didn't do it, and that's why we're here. Get a TV deal. 
you know. You know what I mean? Uh, Josh Lanningham says, with the Big 12 already having BYU, they already have Salt Lake City market. Denver, Phoenix, San Diego now. Right, but you want the football program. You want the you want the athletic program at Utah. You want yes. their facilities. You want yes. Utah has elite facilities, man. You want their ability to recruit. You want Kyle Winningham wearing a, a, a Big Twelve logo on his sleeve. You want that. There there is value in Utah. Let, don't get this conversation twisted. There's value in Utah, and they absolutely should. The Utes should be in the Big Twelve. There's no doubt. And for like 15 minutes. BYU is going to laugh their ass off when you get invited to the Big 12. And they're like, hey, welcome home. Hey, good to see you. By the way, we saved you a spot out back. Just don't step in the dog crap. You know, watch your step on the way out. You know, you can sleep. You need somewhere to sleep tonight, Kyle Whittingham? My, my, you can pull the mower out of the shed. I mean, we'll throw down an air mattress and stuff. You know. And stuff. Hey, Morgan. No, screw Morgan. <laughs> That's what BYU fans are going to do. Yeah. Yeah, you can stay at Kalani's house. It's fine. Yeah. It, it's fine. It's good. Greg Hawkins says, uh, I'll pour your, I'll pour blue cheese all over your Thanksgiving turkey, Jeremy Bolton. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, G. Rich says, what do y'all think uh, this conference m- movement, when do y'all think this conference movement happens? I think it happens in the next 10 days. I, I mean- think... The, yeah. I think the Big 12 realizes the Big Ten's getting aggressive. Well, and I think there's opportunity. I think I think the conference has leverage over, you know, over these these schools. I mean, they have to go somewhere. Like you have to do something whether you're Oregon or Utah or whoever, like any of these programs have to get this done. So, if you're any of these programs, yeah, you're definitely incentivized to get it going. So, it really shouldn't take too long. To get something done, I just think at, at this point, I, I would guess, I don't know, but I would guess that the conversation isn't, hey, do you guys want to come to the Big 12? The conversation is, hey, what's the money look like? What's the commitment look like? What does it look like to get out of the conference? Should we ever want to do that? All the minutiae details of a of a, an agreement. That's what I feel like is probably happening at this point. And if it's not happening, that's a problem. That's absolutely a problem. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh Greg Hawkins says, Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yorkman announces Utah has officially accepted an invitation to join the conference effective June 30th, 23, one day before BYU. Some might think their status is Big Brother. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. Can you even imagine if that actually happened? I that would be that would be phenomenal. If that was the case, that would be that would be amazing. He, he Greg also clarified your pronunciation. He said it's Bulacan, Philippines, and oh, that wasn't me, Jake. Ex- Fix your login. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. You know, I'm over here getting like 10 emails about Netflix right now. Those are phishing emails. You didn't click on a link. Jesus. You clicked on a link, didn't you? Bro. You clicked on a link in that email. Yes, I got three oh! emails from Netflix, bro. Oh, my God. You clicked. Oh my God, bro. It's not one email. Right. Those are phishing emails. You go directly to, oh my God, people. No. You go directly to Netflix and change your password. Okay. Did you click on a link? Yes. I'll delete Netflix. I really don't care. No, not delete. Like, I don't care. Okay, you're getting upset. Relax. No, I, I, I don't have time to watch Netflix. Legit, we were just talking about this. I don't have time to watch Netflix anymore. Yeah. I don't like okay, we're well, going to talk I, about it later. Like I would probably do. I would probably go if you don't want Netflix. That's one thing. But 
I'd at least go to Netflix and change your bro. You can never, ever. This happens all the time. When somebody sends you an email saying, oh, hey, bro. Hey, Jakey Poo. Uh, somebody just logged in your, um, you know, Dick Grabber's account and uh, wants to reset the password. And you click the link. You never click the link. Never. Because they, they, they like make fake emails like that all the time. Like, I cannot tell you how many Amex emails I get like that. And I just always log into Amex and check. Yeah. Because they're trying to steal your info. Yeah. I just said Jakey Poo and Dick Grabbers, and you didn't even... I'm play. just too busy trying to handle, like, 50 emails. Yeah, trying to handle... Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Somebody's got to bail me out on this, you know. Tell Jakey's wrong. Uh, Jeremy says, Bishop Sycamore sending Jake Netflix emails. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, Eric and Raleigh says those emails aren't from Netflix. Oh, Teddy says you never click the link, Jake. Never. Yeah. Uh, Tet Yo GG. What's up? Uh, says your email and mobile number are owned now. <laughs> exactly right. Great. You're done. This will be fun. You are done, sir. This will be really fun. You know, you are done. Um, let's get back to football real quick. Cause then we will shift to, um, the NBA, uh, Bazanian, Bazian, Brazil, Brazilian barbecue, uh, <laughs> says what financial value does Utah bring to the big 12? Little to none. Big 12 already owns Utah. I I'm just going to skip it because you're crazy. I, I, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Eric and Raleigh says with the picks in the NCAA conference draft, the Pac-12 selects Salt Lake Community College. Yeah. Yeah. The Big 12 is now on the clock. Right? Bro. Can you imagine? Uh, Teddy Wayman says the Big 12 got to have the Holy War. Exactly right. Exactly right. Have to have it. Uh, Brazilian Barbecue says Utah has football program and gymnastic program. And that's all. Well, I don't know if you know this, but they also play like, you know, baseball um mm. and they also have like women's sports and basketball and tennis and golf and their ski team is unbelievable like yeah come on let, let it just be realistic about it uh ny jazz fan says you have you to the big 12s a no-brainer we should all uh be happy to see this happen it will only put the state of utah higher on the football map exactly right yeah caleb harrison good morning to you caleb this is actually Caleb's account this time. Oh, uh, well, there seems to be a lot of confusion on the show today about accounts whose and account sign-ins is and, and like, you know, who's watching this and whose channel is that. So, yeah, you know. Dick, Dick Grabbers on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is my friend Dick Grabber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> crucial time for college football. Yes, it is. Absolutely, it is. Um, hey, don't forget, we're going to be live at Max Muscle Nutrition tomorrow morning. 3595 South Jordan Parkway in South Jordan, right by the Costco, right by, um, the, you can't miss it. It's Bangator and South Jordan Parkway. It's super easy to get to. Yeah. We are giving you free Mega Millions tickets just for showing up. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do anything. Just show up. I'll give you a Mega Millions ticket. It's worth a billion dollars. Show up. You know, we don't do this a lot. Show up. Every ticket we give you is a winner. Yeah. That's a lie. Um, but we're going to give welcome. you, yeah, we're going to give you a Mega Millions ticket tomorrow for free. If you buy something while you're in the store, I might kick down another ticket. I will. I'll give you a second one, but you don't have to buy anything. There's no purchase necessary. Come get your Mega Millions ticket. We'll give you a free t-shirt as well at Max Muscle Nutrition, 3595 South Jordan Parkway, South Jordan, Utah. Tomorrow morning, starting at 6.30 a.m., we'll have Monty Show t-shirts, 
Just walk in and say, hey, man, I'm here to get my Mega Millions ticket. We'll hook you up. Let's do it. Max Muscle uh, Nutrition tomorrow morning. The Mega Millions is a billion dollars. Yeah. A billion with a B. Uh, I said a billion. A billion, bro. bro. A billion. Yeah. You know. Uh, Shane Meyer says, welcome to the Matt Campbell Conference, Utah folks. You're all welcome to forget we exist 364 days a year until he kicks your Mormon butts. Yeah. Wow. Your Mormon butts. Your Mormon butts. Why is it always got to get personal? You know, Why do uh, got to take it down that road? Exactly. David C. says a billion dollars in my Dr. Evil voice. A billion dollars. Yeah. Can you believe that, man? It's a billion dollars. Uh, zero, zero, JC destroys ankles, gives us a $5 tip. Appreciate that. Where are all the Knicks fans today? Maybe went to market to stock up on aluminum foil. Bing bong. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know. Wow. Uh, NY Jazz fan gives us $2 and says, the show is always fire. Thumbs up. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, James Cott says, is the lottery legal in Utah again? Nope. I'm driving to Evanston. Brady Papinga land. Yeah. B-pop. Yeah. From Evanston, where the rodeo is. Yeah. I'm going to go right there. You get off at, what is it, Center Street or whatever? I think so. It's Center Street, You, you yeah. drive down I'm the middle do of that. town. Shoot one. Now, this time, are we going to, you know, break check anybody or what are we going to do? <laughs> Why are you bringing that back up? <laughs> are you do, are you are you just in pain over your Netflix dick grabber email? I mean, I, it seems OK. The Netflix update is it seems OK. <laughs> well, because those weren't real emails, dumbass. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Those are not real emails. They're, they're, not, they're not from Netflix. OK. Good Lord, your phone just got cloned. Greg Hawkins uh, gives us a $5 tip. Greg, thank you. Uh, why does the Big Ten keep adding mediocre football teams? Nebraska, Rutgers, Maryland have been terrible. Now add UCLA to the list. Agreed. I don't know. I don't know. That's why it's shocking that the Big Ten is getting $100 million a season per school. They're going to get that money. I think it's imperative that, that they got USC. That... Like USC makes up for Nebraska, right? But this it'd be is, nice if they did some winning. But this is why I also said, and I know John Wilner killed me for it. Nebraska wants to go back to the Big Twelve. I think it, it the money is the problem. Nebraska, I think if they could go back and do it again, would not go to the Big Ten. They are irrelevant in the Big Ten. They had remember the days of good old Trev Alberts coming off the the right edge. Like remember when they were good with Tommy Frazier and yeah. They're not relevant, and they have not been relevant for some time. Yeah. Greg, I think that's a, a phenomenal point. Uh, Jeremy Bolton gives us $5. Thank you, Jeremy. He says, Utah, no value to the Big 12, comma, question mark and stuff. Nonsense. They bring tremendous value. What the F is happening? Y'all are making me defend Utah. I must be smoking Caruso's weed. Is this the dagger? But you have to admit that Caruso's weed is pretty stank. It's pretty strong, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I talk like I know. I think I've said this before. I've never <laughs> even smoked weed in my life. And I, I'm not doing the, I did not inhale. I just have never smoked weed. Not once. Techio, Techio, GG. With a great logo too, by the way. Says Nebraska needs the Texas market. Could be. I mean, I, I, Nebraska should have never left the Big 12. Yeah. It is what it be. Yeah. Uh, G. Rich says they added them for market size. Yeah, but I, I think that is the... You know, that's the wrong that's the wrong way to approach it when it's Maryland. 
Gary Williams isn't a football coach. They play basketball there. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins with five more dollars says this tip is for Jeremy Bolton for defending us. Okay, cool. There you go. I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. Um, Scott Manfield says the problem is not that BYU doesn't want Utah to join the Big 12. It's that Utah thinks they are blue cheese and BYU is Velveeta. <laughs> wow. See what he did there? See what he did cheeses and stuff. And, you know, mold. <laughs> you know, and stuff. I like it. Everybody's tipping now. You guys are amazing. Um, maybe we don't need to make that announcement tomorrow. Sorelli. Uh, <laughs> Gives us four ninety nine. What you couldn't afford the other penny? Come on! Are you kidding me right Come now? Come on! Hey, bro. Uh, no, I'm kidding. If Utah stays, would adding Boise State be beneficial? See, a lot of people are talking about Boise State to the Pac twelve. I I just don't think there's going to be a Pac twelve. I I, yeah. I think it, it. And I guess this is where I come down on on the finality of all this. Why are you not merging? I don't know. Why are you not firing everybody who works at the Pac twelve? and merging all of their schools into the Big 12. That's the way this works. That's the way this goes down, in my opinion. Uh, uh, Sorelli, I don't disagree with you. Boise, Boise. would be a good ad. I, they would. But if I'm the Big 12, hear me clearly. If I'm the Big 12, I'm going to every school in the, in the Pac-12 and saying, hey, you're welcome right now today. Yeah. I will docu-sign you an agreement today. If you sign it today, you're in. If you don't, you're out. Right. And then I'm going to San Diego State, SMU, and I'm doing the same thing. The ink isn't dry yet. And if anybody says no, I'm going right to Boise State. I want the blue turf. I want the blue turf. Give me the Cowboys. Because you can't tell me they're saying no. You can, it, 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 it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense, sense to yeah. say no. When you know that your four largest remaining programs, arguably in Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal, are talking to the Big Ten, go now, Big 12. Yeah. Pull out them nuts and just go. Yeah. Like, get crazy, man. Crack this thing up. We're out of here. Let's see. Ruff's official says, road rage is an amplifier of a douchey personality. Okay. I don't know what road rage has to do with anything. Um, let's see. Eric and Raleigh says, what freq frequency will you be on? What do you mean? No idea what you're talking about. Oh, do you mean like, are we buying a radio station? No, we're not buying a radio station. No. No. No, 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 no. no. That is a dead industry. Uh, Kenneth Vanoy says, as a Big 12 member and a Houston alum, I sincerely hope that Utah will come to the Big 12. We welcome them. I, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Gene Stream Gamer, still waiting for Boss Monty with their T-shirt as he promised. I sent it to you. Gene Stream Gamer, I'm, I may... Greg Hawkins, back me up on this. It takes like 30 years to get a t-shirt to the Philippines. Greg finally got his like last week, I think. Yeah. Gene Stream Gamer, I mailed you a t-shirt. I, ma I mailed you. I actually, didn't we mail him two? I we mailed so. you one of each one that we, we've made. Yeah. So yeah, Gene Stream, we mailed it to you, man. It takes forever. Forever. Uh, let's see. Uh, JC Destroys Ankles says, Boise and the and the 12 fans they ever get in the stadium, great team, but virtually no value. Maybe better for Boise. I think they have value. I think that Boise, the minute that Chris Peterson left, changed forever. And I think that they, there is no doubt if Boise had an influx of cash, they would be very, very competitive. Yeah. Very competitive. Because they have great facilities. They have a great fan base. Boise's a great emerging market. Don't forget that market is growing. Yep. Now, their real estate's a problem right now, but that market is growing. There is no doubt about that. Uh, Casey Philinson says, um, 
Why wouldn't the Big 12 gauge interest from ACC schools? We all know that they will be the next domino to drop. I mean, yeah. I, Here's the problem, though. To leave the ACC, it's about half a billion dollars. It's expensive to get out. Yeah. They, they, I, I, I think it is $500 it's million. It's $500 million, dollars like and that. you're locked into the ACC until 2036. Legit. Yeah, totally. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, took me 30 years to get me assured I live 25 miles up the street. Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, thank you so much, Boss Monty. Love you guys as always. He called me boss. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Whiteside says, Jake's Netflix password is now all over the dark web. Netflix for everyone on Jake. Yeah. Hey, listen, I mean, you know. Hold on, what's his password? Uh, it's dickgrabber69. Yeah. You know what I mean? Infowars.com. You know. Yeah, all over the dark web. Yeah. The dark web. Zach Wilson's ab right. underscore exclamation point. Hey, you know what I mean? Let's make up Jake passwords. Um, Every girl that you dated before the one you have now was either bi or liked women. That's not true. There were many, though. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. That's You're, you're not wrong. Um, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Why should I make my new password? Broke up with the hoe over text. Broke up with the hoe. Underscore question and mark make sure asterisk. it's not t-h-e it's d-a <laughs> duh. duh okay thank you thank you <sighs> no i'm gonna stop everything i logged into netflix itself <laughs> everything seems fine <laughs> everything seems fine i don't know oh my god i don't know bro greg hawkins says the acc has a grant of rights it does and it's expensive yeah that but see that's the problem we're, t- <laughs> we're sitting here this morning Talking about two things, me getting hacked and the ACC locking people in. You're not getting out of the ACC unless you're willing to spend, man. <laughs> Dopop says Jake's password is Grocock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, baby. For all of the newer people on the show, Corey Grocock was an OG listener his, back no, in no, the no. day. No, no, no. Understand his last name was legitimately Literally. Grocock. Yeah, Australian guy. G-R-O-C-O-C-K, Corey Grocock. Yeah. We're getting somewhere. I'm not that. I did not That's make legit. that up. Teddy Wayman says Jake's password is Luca's mom. Yeah. Man, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I am so jealous. Gene Stream Gamer says, what's wrong with all the 229 viewers not clicking the thumbs up Thank button before you. watching this live? That wasn't so hard to do. Please, yes. Please give us a thumbs up if you're here right now. It really helps the show grow. Caleb Harrison says, I wore the Monty Show t-shirt to a party and I got a lot of compliments. Nice, Caleb. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Caleb, Max Muscle Nutrition tomorrow. Dude, seriously, come, come and see get, us. Uh, I yes. want to give you a mega ticket, Yeah, man. dude. Caleb Harrison. And by the way, by the way, Caleb is a talented dude. He's terrible fashion-wise other than the Monty Show shirt. Whatever that yellow hat you had on at the jazz game where you were like a TV star. <laughs> you know. And don't you rock an amazing fro, too? I want to say you have, like, a great fro. Why would you cover that with a... No, man. Come on. Come on. Anyway, uh, Rob Fisher says, I've always wondered who the spam phishing emails fooled. Here, let me... Uh, I don't think they were phishing emails. Let me, let me saying, see. Right, here you go. That's the guy. He's on camera. Yeah, That's the saying. guy that they fooled. Just saying. There you go. Yeah. Those are phishing emails. Okay. There's you're no so, doubt. You're so positive. There's no doubt. Okay, maybe... I Listen... I'm the stupidest guy on the planet. That's me. I got it. Right. Tell us something we don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm stupid. I didn't know that. I just learned that today. You know what I mean? I just learned that today. Tanner Plummer. 
What's up, Tanner Plummer? Good to see you, buddy. He says, Jake, you got hacked, but you're a hack. Aren't you the one that does the hacking? Apparently. You're a hack, Jake. Yeah, I mean, apparently. that's. I mean, I've been known to be called that before. Shane Meyer says, I apologize for my comment about Mormon butts. I was just kidding. Well, I'm I have not nothing but respect it. for Utah. I'm, I don't think anybody's. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm yeah, we're good. By stuff. We're good. You know. Yeah. Uh, Giggity says, at Tanner, how's the move coming along? Yeah, are you done moving, Tanner? Uh, James Knight says, still pissed at, uh, at these knobs giving that tool gross smack the Xbox. Listen. Well, I mean, you guys voted for him to get the Xbox. We're not the ones who said to give him the Xbox. I mean, you know. You could do a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk NBA. After I tell you, we are sending one lucky fan to see BYU and you and oh, I almost said Utah. BYU and Notre Dame in the Shamrock Series in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, October seventh and eighth in Las Vegas. We're giving you two tickets to the game, two nights in a hotel, and a two hundred fifty dollars gas card to get you there. By the way, a lot of people have been saying, "Hey, how do I enter?" All you have to do is hit the subscribe button, and we will have an update on ways to enter. Okay. Um, and by the way, by the way, if you show up at Max Muscle tomorrow, you might get double entries. You might get double entries. Max Muscle Sports Nutrition tomorrow morning. We are giving away um, Mega Millions tickets. You show up at Max Muscle, we'll also put you in the contest to win the BYU uh, Notre Dame drive away to Las Vegas. And it's all brought to you by Devry Davis and Academy Mortgage. 801-543-9666. NMLS number 278-545. Devry Davis and Academy Mortgage are equal housing lenders. Now, if you didn't notice yesterday, and we're going to talk about this later as well, the Fed raised interest rates. What's that mean? Well, you need to call a mortgage guy. If you're buying a house, call call a mortgage guy. He'll Devery Davis, Academy Mortgage, 801-543-9666. Devery Davis has the answers for you on how you can afford to buy a house with a higher Fed rate. By the way, if you currently own a home, Fed raised the rate. What does that mean for your mortgage? What does that mean? Should you refi? Should you not refi? Call Devery Davis at Academy Mortgage today, 801-543-9666, 801-543-9666. Devery Davis is my personal mortgage guy. He's done three mortgages for us. Um, he's done mortgages for all our friends. He is fantastic. And the best part about Devery is you're not just a number in Devery's office. He's a guy that you're going to talk to. You're not you're not calling Stan, who says he works for Joe, who says he works for Steve. Like you're calling Devery Davis at Academy Mortgage. You're getting one-on-one -on -one personal service from Devery. He has got a great staff of people that help you along, but Devery's your point guy. He's the guy that you're going to talk to, and you can say to him, hey, Devery, here I am sitting in front of this listing and you can text him an MLS number or a Zillow link and he'll tell you, okay, well, hey, here's what's up with that. It qualifies for FHA or it doesn't. Like all the things you need. By the way, are you a police officer or an alarm, a law enforcement official? Devery Davis has a great down payment program for you. Oh, you're saying you can't buy a house because you can't afford a down payment even if you are not a law enforcement official? Yeah, you can. You can afford it because Devery's got programs to help you get into that house that you have been wanting Call him today, 801-543-9666. For Devery Davis at Academy Mortgage, NMLS number 278-545. Devery Davis and Academy Mortgage are equal housing lenders, and they are your presenting sponsor for our BYU Notre Dame drive away in Las Vegas. We will announce that winner, by the way, September 17th. We will announce the winner of that contest, so make sure you hit subscribe, give us a thumbs up, and let's talk the latest... 
NBA rumors, specifically about Donovan Mitchell and uh, his trade situation with the Utah Jazz. So interesting, and I won't say who it is because I think this is comical. So you know we reported 10 days ago, two weeks ago now, that the Jazz were not interested in R.J. Barrett, that they did not want to pay R.J.'s contract extension, which is coming up here any moment. He is going to get a max extension on his rookie deal, and the Jazz didn't want to pay that max extension. So they told the Knicks that they weren't interested. Were the Knicks trying to trade him? I don't know. Let's not have a fight over it today, Nick fan. But a national media member today, this morning, reported the Jazz aren't interested in R.J. Barrett. <laughs> because they don't want to pay a contract extension to R.J. Barrett. The latest is that there is no latest. The Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell are business as usual. And I don't believe in trying to figure this out over the last few days. I am. I was told yesterday that the Knicks and the Jazz have not talked in about five days. So there has been no movement because the Knicks and the Jazz haven't had substantive conversations over the last five days. Now, does that mean the deal's dead? It certainly does not. Mm. But I think you're in the middle of a cooling off period, Jake, and I think that's probably exactly what needed to happen with this deal. Yeah, and I think when they come back to the table or when they you know, continue conversations, it'll pick back up right where it was. I, I legitimately believe that, and I think that... You know, we heard the reports that Leon Rose was frustrated that, you know, Danny Ainge wouldn't come off of his price. And and I will just keep saying, I don't think Danny Ainge should come off his price. I don't think Danny Ainge should compromise. The Knicks want Donovan Mitchell. There's a price for that, you know. And, and I think that um, Donovan Mitchell is a guy you can build around. There's no doubt about that. I think that that belief is widely shared in the NBA. And I think that Danny Ainge is more than happy to retool a team around Don. Uh, but if you're going to bring him some ridiculous offer that he can't turn down or would be stupid to turn down, then obviously he's going to talk to you. And that's where I think we were with the Knicks. I don't think, you know, everyone's saying, you know, a week ago, oh, well, you know, they want to trade Donovan Mitchell. They're trying to trade Donovan Mitchell. They're calling everybody. No, they're not. They're not calling everybody. They, They haven't been calling everybody. Teams have been calling them. It's Danny is just doing his job, man. Like, is he not supposed to answer? Well, I think I, again, and one of our jazz sources told us we would be, Danny would be irresponsible if we did not have those conversations. Yeah. If the Knicks are calling you offering, as you said, like six picks and three players and, or even four, four picks, two players and, you know, a, a vet to make the deal work. How are you not having that conversation? You might not make that trade, but you've got to answer the phone to talk about that. So yeah. I think the bottom line is that the Jazz and the Knicks are no closer today than they were a week ago. But I don't think that means a deal won't get done. We were we were in the hot tub last night, and Mrs. Monty was saying, well, hey, what's the deadline on a deal like this? And, and you know what? There is no deadline. Nope. You would think that when training camp opens, I want to say on September 25th, that would kind of be a, a, an imaginary deadline of sorts. You're not going to have Donovan Mitchell in training camp for a week and then trade him. Mm-hmm. So my guess is if this deal's not done by mid-September, it probably doesn't get done. That's six weeks. That's a hell of a long time. So the answer is I don't know. But my my feeling is, is that eventually Donovan Mitchell is going to get traded to the Knicks. I would guess 90-10 he goes to training camp with the Jazz. Yeah. That's a guess. That is purely speculation. I just think the Knicks don't have an appetite to give up what it would take to get Donovan Mitchell at this point. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. Let's get some of your comments in here. Arlington Bears. Can I just I, – I just went <laughs> um, – that hurts me. I, I, Arlington, the Bears, Arlington like, Bears. 
We, you should change your name to the Superdome Bears because that's what they're talking about doing. He's mentioning the Chicago Bears who bought land uh, at the old Arlington Park racetrack. Mrs. Monty and I have had many days at Arlington Park betting on the ponies. Um, and now it's potentially going to be the new home of the Chicago Bears. But Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, suggested that they put a dome on current Soldier Field. And I just want to say... Hell no. You don't get it if you think that putting a dome on Soldier Field is a good idea. Like, you, that you, is not how Chicago you, you operates. Can't. You cannot. And, of course, and I appreciate that. Uh, my my uh, One of my friends in the NBA who's clearly watching the show um, said that it's hysterical that this dude reports your your stuff like two weeks later. You know. That happens all the time. It is what it is. I, I do appreciate You know, and this that. is the thing about the NBA right now, and, it, and I think for the media, just generally speaking, it is a bit frustrating. Like, the NBA is on pause right now. There's, like, yeah. literally nothing happening. So what do you do? Uh, by the way, Arlington Bears says, fellas, I'm calling my shot for the second time. One billion dollars later, and I will be a signature sponsor of the Monty Show. Let's go, man. One billion we're, we're, dollars hey, later. Hey, listen, we're... we're... Yeah, we're... Uh, Hi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, uh-huh. Tomorrow right. morning at yeah, 8 o'clock, sure. we'll talk mm-hmm. about one billion dollars right. sponsorship. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Dop Hop says, uh, the Grocock joke has paid off for so long. No regrets. Ha-ha. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. John Jackson, how long will you guys be at Max Muscle Nutrition tomorrow? We will be at Max Muscle Nutrition tomorrow morning from 6.30 in the morning to... We don't have an end time on this show. Call it generally. nine-ish. Call it nine-ish. Um, it could be 11-ish. I, it just depends on the show. Like Generally, we, we're on from about 6.30 in the morning to 9-something. Nine, nine um, tomorrow, we'll probably be done around 9 o'clock. Um, so come on by, like, we'd love to see you guys. We'll have t-shirts, we'll have, uh, mega tickets. So come on by, say hello. Um, and yeah, we'll give you double entry into the BYU contest. If you, uh, stop by and say hello as well. Um, yeah, would love to, uh, would love to see you there, JJ. Shane Meyer tips us $5 and says, I apologize. Shane, it's all good, dude. Shane's apologized like three times. I apologize for my Mormon butts comment earlier. I was just kidding. On behalf of all Iowa Staters. Oh, oh. you're an Iowa State fan. That's it. Can I just tell you, it's not in Ames, but Dubuque. Uh-huh. The worst drive of my young 20s. Well, really, it was eight, we, I used to play baseball on a, like a semi-pro kind of team, and we would drive places to play. Right. So we played in a tournament in Dubuque. I got a ticket driving into Dubuque. I got a ticket in Dubuque, and I got a ticket driving out of Dubuque. I kid you not. I will never forget my friend Bob sitting in the back seat. He had gotten hit by a pitch and had like a, like his face had like a huge bruise on it. And the cop legit was like, is there any criminal activity going on in this car? I will never forget that. Yeah. And then the girl I was dating at the time, her family was from Des Moines, um, Des Moines. Uh, was from Des Moines. Right. And like a year later, I was driving back to Des Moines, got a ticket going through Dubuque. <laughs> I should have they don't stopped play. in the city of Dubuque, yeah, Iowa. They don't play. There's a bridge. And anybody who's in, in Iowa or has been to Iowa will know what I'm talking about. Mrs. Yeah. Monty will know what I'm talking about. There is a There is a bridge where you drive over the bridge into Dubuque, and then there's like a old like toll stop or something. Yeah. One of our mattresses is at that toll stop as well. Oh. Because the crap hole of Dubuque 
also was the place where when we were moving from Northbrook to Sacramento back in the day, I think that was 2003, when we were moving from Northbrook, Illinois to, to Sacramento. Right. Yeah. We had a Ford Explorer with a mattress tied to the top that was essentially a, a spoiler or like downforce no, of all it was kinds. Like a giant sail. It really was holding us back, and it was killing our gas mileage. So we dumped it in Dubuque. I'm hoping it's not still there. Our human because, DNA is on that mattress. You know, um, that was a long, long time ago. So the people that hacked your Netflix this morning, um, they probably want my DNA. So go to Dubuque, you pricks. Anyway, somebody hacked my Netflix. No, his Netflix. Time to change. I don't, I don't know. What you, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't have a Netflix account. You do. <laughs> I don't have a Netflix account. So you deleted your Netflix yep. account. Now. Okay. If I you're just tuning it. into the show, I ain't about it. If you're just, I ain't got, I ain't got time show. for that. I ain't got time for it. I got like, I got like five emails this morning that someone logged into my Netflix account from the Philippines. So wait, 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 wait. What did you do with those emails? Go ahead. Have your fun. Did Go you ahead. delete them? No. Have your fun. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey man. Um. Go I ahead. Got an email. Have your fun. Um, let me go ahead and click these links. Have your have your fun. Go ahead. Jake, click the links in have the your email. Fun. <laughs> have your fun. It's not camera time for Mrs. Monty, but her jaw is hanging open in awe of your stupidity. I know. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I know. Did you click them on your computer? No, no on his phone. <laughs> at least that's a little better, but... You're dead. Yeah. All right. Mrs. Monty coming up in about 15 minutes. Want to get to a couple other things here because there's a lot of people commenting this morning. Uh, JC Destroys Ankles says, sorry, I won't be able to see you guys tomorrow going fishing with my kids for trout. However, probably should go fishing for Jake's Netflix password. You should. <laughs> You'll catch more with Jake's Netflix so password. So you, you shut down your Netflix account yeah, then? it's over. He deleted it. I deleted it. it. Yeah. He uh-huh. says he never watches it. I d- what am I... Yeah. Am no, I ever I mean, home? You know, it's like it's cool. No, I'm being like, am I ever? I'm being, I'm being serious. Like, yeah, I don't think people understand how Netflix. long. Oh. Like, are you like, anyways? Talking with Raphael podcast suggests the password of a capital E, capital A, capital S for Eastern, capital C for Conference. Yes. M I N. Yes. Twenty seven sixty nine. Yeah. Because you know Minnesota plays in the East. You guys are gonna <laughs> kick it. We'll flow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, you know. I love you, Jake. No, you don't. But I it's don't. fine. I don't. But you're you're hysterical. I know. You, you are. It, it is. It is so funny to me that yeah, people still. You said that one time for like three seconds two weeks ago, huh. and it's all you've heard. Yeah, that's fine. It is. It is all you've heard. Anyway, uh, Shane Meyer says you have paid for that bridge in Dubuque with all the tickets they gave you. Yes, I have many times. Many times. I used to get... No, I'm not... We'll talk about this later. Mrs. Monty will relish in what I was about to say. So I want to talk about Draymond Green. Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors uh, is due for a contract extension. He is going to play this year, and then we'll have a player option for 23-24. Draymond Green said yesterday that he wants a max contract extension from the Golden State Warriors, which would pay him $160.2 million dollars an average annual value of 32.8. Jake, are you extending Draymond Green? I mean, it, it just depends on, on which direction the Warriors decide to go. I, I, I wouldn't make the decision on Draymond until I made a decision on Andrew Wiggins uh, and Jordan Poole and many of these other guys. Like, yeah, Draymond is a key player to, to what they've been doing, but I also think that, you know, that's a lot of money, and Draymond's already said he'll go somewhere else to get his money, so... If that's the case, then then I have to look at all my options. I, I, I really do. Like I think the totem pole of loyalty in Golden State is obviously Steph number one, Clay number two. 
I would think Draymond number three because he was part of the original group. Uh, and then from there, I think you're Wiggins and then Poole. So I don't know. I do know that they've made a lot of money. I do know that they've been to the finals a ton. I do know that they probably can absorb it. So the question just really is, how bad you know does Golden State want to continue to be where, where they are right now? Uh, I think if you're Golden State, I think you almost have no choice. But I agree with you. I, I think... You know, when you look at Clay and you look at Wiggs, I think Andrew Wiggins is a hugely important part of this conversation. Yeah. Because I don't think you win a championship without Andrew Wiggins. The I mean, question for me with Wiggins, though, is can he do it year over year? Can he, you know, can he contribute at that level? Can he can he be the same guy this past year, this coming year? Because the thing with Andrew Wiggins that everyone was saying was, well, he should have never been an all-star. The guy's a bust. Like, that, that was a scrub all-star vote. You know, he should have never made it in, but then he ended up being a, a super important piece to what they did. So I don't know. That's my concern with Wiggs is, is the consistency there. Will he be that same guy where the mid-range is automatic, you know, for him when he gets the ball? It, the defense is there. The effort and energy is there. I got to think he will be because not much has changed culturally speaking for the Warriors. So I think you're pretty safe extending him and, and, and paying him. But Draymond has had one bad postseason out of like seven. So the consistency piece is there. Yeah, I, I certainly think that you have to, on some way, shape, or form, I think you have to, you have to figure out, um, you know, what his value to your team is. And you have to figure out what is, what'd you say he's going to be 37 at the end of that? Yeah, match? I mean, he's going to be 37 at the end of his, at the end of his deal. So, I, I mean, this 37 for Draymond is obviously a little different than, 37 for other players. Draymond plays a physical game. Draymond is somebody who they rely on to play against guys who are bigger than him oftentimes, play play different roles. Like So physically, he needs the athleticism in, in his body oh, yeah. to be able to keep up. Like a guy yes. like Steph, when Steph loses his first step, you know, when he starts to lose a step a bit, he will still be able to play in the league as long as he wants to because of his ability to shoot the basketball. You know, like, so that's why I say, I don't know. I, I probably, I don't know. I'm on the fence right now today. I probably would go Wiggs over Draymond just because I think there's more longevity there, but the loyalty to Draymond is not in doubt. They don't win without Draymond. Yeah. I, I mean, that's I, the and, thing. And I think that he does so many things. The thing that he does so well is he allows Curry to be off the ball. He allows Steph and Clay to run the baseline. He, I mean, he makes things possible. He is everything for, I mean, his fast break, his outlet passing, his rebounding, like, his defensive prowess, he's one of the best defensive players in the NBA. I don't see how you don't give Draymond Green a max extension here. In today's crazy world, you're paying Steph Curry $50-plus million a year for the next five years. Yeah. Are you telling me that $32.8 million for Draymond Green on average is too much? That doesn't seem logical. And the other part of this I think you have to, to wrap your head around is there's not a fan of the NBA watching this show or otherwise who wouldn't want Draymond Green on their team. Yeah. As a diehard Bulls fan, I would take Draymond Green on the Chicago Bulls today. Absolutely. Put him in a, put him in put him in the Bulls uniform. I'd love to have Draymond Green on my team. You hate him when he's not on your team, but Draymond Green is a winner. He's got four rings. The guy's got Olympic gold medals. The guy's a defensive player of the year. The guy is a phenomenal teammate. You have to pay Draymond Green because I think he is foundational to your organization. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Let's get some of your comments in here. Uh, Big Dog O-Town 
Sign Beasley, Whiteside, keep Vanderbilt, develop Kessler, keep Don, let's do this retool with 48 games, get a sixth seed and see what happens. Shout out to Mobamba. There's a lot of people in on that. Um, Gazunite. Uh, Fat Jesus says, Jake, I'm a Nigerian prince. I have some great opportunities for you. Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Pudge NYC says, Monty loves mentioning DNA. Yes. Probably. Ruff's official says, wow, the scammers got Jake to delete his Netflix account. They did. They Just did. like that. It's that easy. Brandon White says, I legit, you know why it's so easy? Not to cut you off. You know why it's so easy? Because mm-hmm. I'm never home. I'm never home. Literally ever. You're not. Not now. We'll we'll tell you why coming up in. No, but like just generally speaking, there's morning. there's not like some like yeah, it's no it's no secret. Like we do the show, like we're together all the time. I'm it life is a little different. I'm just never home. So so I just like, yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, the beauty of the Netflix is that you don't have to be home to watch it. No, I'd agree with that. I watch by my phone all the time when I'm on the treadmill. Okay. Eric and Raleigh says no max extension for Draymond. Really? Uh, Teddy Wayman says, I wouldn't extend him for the max. No way. Uh, Brandon Whiteside, Warriors smart. Draymond is a fake good player. He would be Scott Padgett on another team. Would he really? Mm. No. Am I overvaluing Draymond? I think his defense alone makes it's him easy, worth 32.8. It's easy to say that he's not a good player because he's defensive minded. You know, and he, he, he's not a, a stud scorer. I mean, that that's the thing that people well, I, do. I think what Brandon is saying is that Steph and Dre have made Draymond. Or Steph and Clay have made Draymond, and I would put it the other way around. I think the ability of Draymond Green to make the extra pass, his ability to set screens, roll of the basket, like his rebounding. You're talk, dude, you're talking about a guy that can handle LeBron. Like, let's not undersell has, Draymond. Has handled LeBron. Like, Draymond Green's a really good player. Gabe Levy says, at least Minnesota in the East got people to stop talking about Jake breaking up with chips, chicks who look like his mom via text. Apparently. You know, apparently you, you, you've yeah, according, according to run. you, I only date people that look like my mom. Apparently you've had a history of that. Yeah, apparently. I mean, it right. ain't, I, I ain't wrong. Right. You know? yeah. Tanner Plummer. Hey, guys, guys, guys. Scott Padgett was a beast with the jazz. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Uh, can I Johnson says Wiggins and pool is what helps Golden State win the championship. Don't disagree. I agree. Uh, Kay Nuren says he should use Zach's mom's boyfriend's name as a password. He broke up with you over text message? He did. Uh, Ruff's official says the dubs won't pay a max for green. I don't think they will either, but yeah. I, I agree with you on that. Uh, JC destroys ankles. I think one stat Draymond will consistently own will always be technical fouls. <laughs> that's that's who he is, man. Truth. That's who he is. Tanner Plummer says, Jake, since you like KD so much, your new password should be ringchaser357. Hey, guys. Yeah. I like that. Everybody's got password jokes. Now. Yeah, I mean, I think that's great. You know. Uh, Mike Pressler says, would just like to welcome the Utes to the Big 12. Okay. Hey, guys. Okay. Kanai Johnson says, Curry, Clay, and Dre, they built that arena. They did. They did. I think they owe it to him. They do. I think they owe it to him. You know, like, and people blowing up this phone, man. Um, you know, it is what it is. I think they do owe it to him. I, I would agree with that. Gene Stream Gamer says uh, Draymond plays a big role. The energy he gives his team is unmatchable. I would agree with the. Yeah, and they're definitely a different team without him on the floor. There's no doubt. Yep. Let's see. Uh, side note to your Dubuque story, Keith Carl says, people get pissed when outsiders make fun and pronounce it as Dubuque. Wait, people really pronounce it that du- way? Dubuque. It's Dubuque, bro. Like. 
I mean, idiot, idiots out wandering around is probably the most slander that you can drop on an Iowan. 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 Oin. Um, I think that 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 much is very true. That um, I think that is what is the slander. But do do bouquet do bouquet is that how you pronounce it? Dikembe. Whoa, that is way zoomed Whoa, in. whoa. Hey, Mrs. Monty, good to see you. How do you pronounce Dubuque? You know. Dubuque. Thank you. Good to see you. Um, you know, <laughs> NY Jazz fan says the Utah Jazz will take Draymond. Him and Beasley will would be yard dogs. Yeah. But we wouldn't have to give up almost the entire Gobert trade. Yeah, true. I wouldn't trade for him. I think he'll get to free agency. I don't know what he'll get offered. If he'll get to free agency. Talking with Raphael Podcast says, that would pay the max. That seems low compared to Beal's contract, even though Beal hasn't won a ring yet. Dre's got four rings. Yeah. Uh, like, are, are we forgetting that? That's crazy. Uh, Kanai Johnson says, Draymond is like Dennis Rodman. He is. I agree with that. James Knight says, sounds like you have quite a bromance with Draymond, Monty. No, I just have respect for his game. Yeah. I mean, dude's got four four rings. He's got four rings. It's not an accident. And you know what? It, again, when you talk about winning rings, like, it's not that they, he won four rings 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, they just won again. And he played a pretty pivotal part in that. Yeah. Um, you know, he stays healthy. He's durable. He rebounds. He makes the little plays that nobody else wants to make. I mean, I, I, I don't know how you don't respect Draymond as a baller. Yeah. Now, do you like the flopping? Do you like the bitching and whining at the officials? Technically, I don't. But as a basketball player, I, I would love to have him on my team. Yeah. I'd love to have him on my team. There's no doubt about that. All right. Jeremy Bolton. So let me get this straight. Draymond <laughs> deserves a max because uh, of his defense, but Gobert doesn't because of his defense. Defensively, Gobert is better than Draymond. No, Gobert is not a better defensive player than Draymond. No. Is Gobert a better rim protector? Yes. Is he a better perimeter defender? No. Can Gobert guard LeBron? No. Can Gobert guard four different positions? He cannot. Can he dribble? He cannot. Can he play with his back to the basket? He cannot. Can he shoot a three? No. Can Draymond do all of those things? Yes. Can Draymond change a game by getting a technical foul? He can. Can Draymond pull down a rebound, run the floor, and make a pass to the best three-point shooter in history? He can. Draymond Green's a better, more all-around player than Rudy Gobert, and yeah. it's not close. Yeah. It's not close, and I maybe I'll take that to my grave. I don't know. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, ha-ha, Jake is really dealing with a lot today. Hang in there, buddy. Yeah, I'll be fine. Are you okay? Yeah, I'll be fine, dude. I'll be fine. You know. Yeah, I'll be good. It's fine. Yeah, we're fine. You seem upset. No, yeah, I'm fine. I don't know. What do you want me to say? No, nothing. I just care about you. No, you don't. On an interstellar oh, level. No, you don't. Ouch. <laughs> what do you mean, no, I don't? I mean, anyway. Tanner Plummer says, I would take Draymond on the jazz in a heartbeat. So would I. Kanai Johnson says, uh, Pippen is Clay, Michael is Curry, and Draymond is Rodman. Nah, I could get down with that. I think that the Clay, thing here Clay is, Thompson and Scottie Pippen are very similar. The, the, the conversation is the commitment until he's 37 years old at that financial level. I'm telling you, Draymond's fall off will happen, and it will be more aggressive than other players. That's the problem here. <laughs> Fat Jesus says, I only date women who look like your mom, too. Hi, Mrs. Monty. <laughs> exactly right. Jake Tanner says, you're never home, Jake. Do you sleep in the streets? Yeah. That's funny. We were just talking about this last night. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, you know, it is what it is. Michael Burton says, I'm here now. Well, hello. Well, thank God we're saved. Oh, man. Michael oh. Burton's here. Good to see you. We're only here for one reason. To win Mega Millions tickets tomorrow at Max Muscle 
uh, sports nutrition. Max, hello, hello, Max Muscle Nutrition. I don't speak for a living, so it's fine. I mean, like, yeah, it's I, fine. I don't have to worry about that. Tomorrow morning, six thirty to nine thirty, we will be at Max Muscle Nutrition in South Jordan. Come by, pick up a uh, Mega Millions ticket, get a Monty Show T-shirt, chop it up. Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, "I'm with James Knight. Draymond only has four rings because of Curry and Clay." Nah, no. Totally yeah, disagree. I don't think so. He says the year they were injured, Draymond was terrible. Well, but take any great tandem off a team, and what's that team going to be? I mean, Draymond's only got so many assists because guys knocked down threes for him. So I don't think that's his fault. You know, Dre has four rings, Alex says, with two of the greatest shooters of all time, and two of those with the two greatest shooters of all time and the greatest offensive players of all time. But is so, that, so wait, so wait, that's Draymond's fault. So wait. Kevin Durant not winning with Kyrie and 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 James Harden. We're, we're, if you're going to sit here and say that Draymond only has rings because of those two guys, then what do we say about LeBron not winning as a Laker? What do we say about Durant not winning as a Net? What do you say about Giannis having some of the best players around him? Yeah. Like, Let's not take away what Draymond has done, man. Yeah. Uh, James Knight says Rudy is a three-time Rim Protector of the Year award winner. He, he is. is. He is. He is. Yeah. Uh, Pop says they would have five rings, uh, if green doesn't get suspended a game. Well, there is that. There's a fair, uh, look, we're not there saying that, that Draymond's perfect. Like, let's be clear. We're not saying that he's perfect or certainly that he's the best player on their team. But what no. I am definitively saying is they don't beat the Cavs without Draymond green. They don't beat like many of these teams without Draymond green. He has made many plays that have like propelled them forward. Uh, I would agree with that. Kanai Johnson says Jake is a streetwalker, a streetwalker night stalker. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Probably not. No. Giggity mm -hmm. says Draymond is a guy you hate until he's on your team. Pay the man. Totally yeah. agree. Justin Morrison gives us a $10 tip. Iowa State grad. What do Big 12 candidate schools mean when their fan bases don't think they fit Big 12 culture or are too good? Utah, others, I know how we see ourselves, but how do you see us? Ames, Iowa, you know, um, you um, know, I'm, look, I mean, there's, the Denny's is always clean in Ames, Iowa. Um, I mean, uh, steak and, I hope you have a steak and shake. It's a college town. Uh, um, you know, the women are natural, I think. Um, you're not Iowa City. Uh, <laughs> When you ask them that yeah. question, you may get a very unusual answer. Ames is better than Dubuque, I think, though. Um, Dubuque. Dubuque. Afghanistan. I'm trying to fit into the Iowa culture. Right. Uh, I think Iowa State is not a basketball or a football school. I think Iowa State's got a small culture. I think the Big 12... Um, I think the Big 12 needs to grow, and it needs to grow fast. Yeah. That's what I think. Like, yeah. Like, quickly. Uh, Michael Burton says... Draymond is the glue guy for defense, and he can play big or small. I'd take him. Yeah, absolutely. A couple more on this. Let's see. Um, James Knight, the noted Draymond hater. Right. Draymond set a great pick and gives the officials a good spray. Max him up. Okay. Are you talking about Draymond or Rudy? Sexy. Shane Meyer, we don't have a, a Denny's in Ames. Maybe someday. Oh, is that right? Damn. Do you have steak and shake? Okay, Ames, Iowa. <laughs> wow. No. Okay. So, do you have a steak and shake? Do you have a jack in the box? 
They now must. we're talking. They must. Now we're talking. Have a jack in the what box. do you have that Salt Lake doesn't? You have a jack in the box and names Iowa. I'm so tired of Salt Lake not having jack in the box, man. Yeah, you know. Um, hey, what's the latest on LIV golf tournament? Yep. You, well, if you read the bottom ticker there, you would see that uh, Bubba Watson, good old lefty, uh, is joining the LIV tour after he said he would never do that. He's joining the tour. And I, they're, I mean, they're getting names, but the only question that I have about the LIV tour is what runs out first heads to chop off bodies or, okay. Um, what happens? Do they run out of money or do people just not care because they haven't announced a Charles Barkley deal yet? David Faraday is probably their biggest name as an announcer. Where can you watch their tournament? I still don't know. Wait, are we talking about Pac-12 football or LIV golf? I still don't. Oh, wow. That's oh, not sh- funny. Uh, Shane Meyer says, in Ames, we have Hickory Park as Fran Fraschilla. Ask Fran Fraschilla about Hickory Park. Um, okay. 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 Hey. Uh, JC Destroys Ankle says, Charles Barkley is the latest Saudi stooge. I remember. Yeah. I don't think he's officially signed, though, has he? Yeah, he said he was looking at it and was hoping to be able to do the TNT Turner product and LIV. Which I don't think you can do. No, you can't. Saudi stooge. I don't think you can do that. Yeah. That's just me. It's one or the other, man. You're not getting both. I don't know. All right. Uh, Last comment. Cody Strickland. Uh, Demond also has won championships with his team four times. Draymond? Uh, That means, yes, he deserves a max over Rudy. There you go. Uh, K. Nuren says people do bad things for money. Yes, they do. Like chop people's heads off? Yeah. I'm not apologetic about the Saudis. Nope. And this is probably going to go a step too far. But um, Joe Biden fist bumping, you know, the great chopper of heads last week in Saudi was a mistake. Saudi stooge. Should have done it. Should not have done it. Because I don't know what you were doing there. First of all, never mind. We'll stop. It should stop. Yeah. Because then it goes too far and it pisses people off. You don't want to go down that path. Yeah. This is, though, not nearly as enjoyable as LeBron creeping into IG Models DMs. So LeBron James got into uh, a bit of a PR nightmare in his house because he got into it with an IG model. And when I say got into it, I don't mean got into her. (laughs) Let me clarify. Um, He tried, well, allegedly, because we don't have... Anyway, LeBron uh, watched the story of an IG model. So, of course, the IG model was thirsty as hell. Right. And so she tweeted out, oh, look, LeBron James is in my DMs. Hey, guys. And she put a picture of him looking at all of her story posts. And you can see the verified account, King James with the blue check mark. So, okay. We, and we've talked about this on the show before. Is it bad if you're a married man to be checking out an IG model's Instagram story? I don't think it is. He's just a, him and probably how many followers does she have? She got a lot more now. You know, are all they're doing is watching. Now, it would be different if he was like soliciting her or trying to talk with her. All he did was look like 
all of her other followers well, who saw her story that day. Well, see, uh, perhaps there was more to the story. Like, for instance, because... <laughs> that was good. Because all of a sudden, of course, the LeBron James army got in. It was like, oh, you're thirsty, bitch. Like, oh, you want his publicity. Right. Well, she did. There's That's correct. Yeah, yeah she wanted publicity. Absolutely, she did. Uh, but then she's like, don't make me drop the DMs. I want it. So Ooh. what is she inferring there? Ooh. LeBron James was trying to scalp her tickets. Ooh. Like she, he was trying to park his car in her garage. He was trying to spelunk her cave. Like he was putting his dog on her bun. Ooh. Those are all the euphemisms for sex I'm going to offer this morning. I'd love um, to be wider. Drop the DMs. If you have something, drop the DMs. Don't be like that. I just think that's lame. I think that's lame. And what are you trying to do? All you're trying to do is get publicity. If he's really doing something wrong, then drop the DMs. But get over yourself. I, I kind of agree with you that this, this girl, did she bring this on herself? Why, yes, she did. Yeah. Intentionally. Because she publicized the fact that Keem James was in her IG story. Right. Which, by the way, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I mean, I would never look at another woman. On Instagram. Obviously I mean, not. I, I mean, the only stories I'm in um, is Mrs. Monty's story. She does not believe that. Don't um, lie to me. But I don't think that's necessarily a problem. If, but if you're getting into her DMs trying to like sip her Slurpee, I mean, that's probably... Trying to drop sip the DMs. her Slurpee. You know what the problem yeah. is with Instagram stories? I can start watching a story and leave my phone on the table. I could walk away for 20 minutes. It's still going to run through the 200 stories that are there. I'll come back and I'll be like, oh, damn, I forgot to turn that off. It's still running through the stories. Maybe I didn't really look at your story, hun. Hun? <laughs> Go ahead and drop the DMs. Did you say hun? Like, said I just think it's BS. I think that's BS. <laughs> Why not... Why not pick on you the, hun. you know, 90,000 other people who watched your stories? <gasps> they because watched your story. I thought you wanted them to watch your story. Because it's LeBron James. So drop and the DMs. Don't drop just the picture of him watching your story. That's lame. Yeah. Drop the DMs if you have something to drop. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, well, Fat well, Jesus makes a good point, though. Maybe LeBron was just DMing her career advice. He was trying to mentor her. We don't no. know because like, I mean, she hasn't dropped the DMs. Go yep. right ahead and drop Tanner, them. Tanner Plummer says, La Creep James. James Knight says, a little naive with all due respect, Mrs. Monty. How she, am I naive? He was trying to hit that. How I, do you know? I, Go ahead and I drop. Because I have a penis. <laughs> so every time you watch an Instagram story, you oh my also God. follow up with the DM that you'd like to hit that. No, what the point is, if LeBron James <laughs> Wait, is well, creeping, then... Because I have a penis. Yeah, so you now, just said that. I'm going to have to just not well, watch people's stories because no, I might want to no. be getting with that. No, but the point is, if you're LeBron James and you're, if you're watching your story, who cares? Okay, I don't care. Right. No one cares. But you can't tell me he didn't get into her DMs. <laughs> if he got into her DMs. Drop the DMs and then we'll know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You know, Deshaun Watson, we got proof that you got text messages. But if there's no proof, I don't care. Like, it's just salacious. Oh, okay. Eric C. says, Mrs. Monty rolling her eyes made my day. <laughs> I'm here for you, Eric. 
Yeah. You can I slide think, into I the think, DMs. Listen, LeBron and, needs to know oh. better. That's what that's, that's my what it point. Is. LeBron needs to know better than this. Yeah. He's yeah. gotta be he's gotta be um, smarter we than we this. We don't know that there are DMs. There All are DMs. Can. There are DMs. I uh, again did As you a, see them? No, but my penis says so. Like I, I a guy, <laughs> LeBron's not you. In a, just in my opinion, I don't have the proof. LeBron's not getting in her DMs to not get in her her DM. We Come don't on. know that he did. We don't put a percentage on it. Did did LeBron James DM her? In I your opinion, what's the percentage? No idea, and I think it's a low, low. Percentage. I think that if anything, like all of the other people that people follow, what what could he? Maybe he said, "You look hot," or "You drop the fire thing," whatevs. But unless I'm saying, (sighs) "Hey, you look hot," and I want to touch that, I'm pumped. (laughs) I don't care. Like I'm gonna say, I really don't. I can't see LeBron. I can't see LeBron DMing somebody and being like, "Hey, I want to touch that." I think LeBron said, "Hey, I'm LeBron James. Do you want, you know, do you want to you kiss the ring?" You better drop the DM to back that up. Yeah. Because are you doing that? Are you every time you watch someone? No. But he's not. Uh, but LeBron. I'm fat and it's white, LeBron. and I don't play basketball. He's a bazillionaire. He's LeBron James. Like if LeBron James gets in your DMs, I'm gonna guess you're gonna answer. Drop the DMs. I uh, without DMs, I don't care. He watched your story just like millions of other people watched your story. Okay. Wow, you're sticking to that. I am. Uh, Tanner says Lahorny James. <laughs> That's a good one. Kanai Johnson says, get get her, Mrs. Monty. You heard her drop those DMs, hun. I hate the word hun. Drop the DMs. Yeah. Mrs. If you don't have proof, all you're doing is trying to hype. Um, Tanner Plummer says she actually does it a lot, Eric. So yeah, Mrs. Monty rolls her eyes just about every day in my presence. She does. <laughs> That's not wrong. Uh, Zayman says, wait, LeBron got into a petty battle? What? No, not LeBron. What? Seriously. LeBron didn't have to do anything. All his people were, were calling her out before. Oh, his fans got in. Oh, well. Drop I, the DMs. Well, like you don't uh, have he was DMs, trying to. And you don't know. say it. Yeah, like, it, you know. You know. Like, and here's the thing. She could have totally used this to say, oh, my gosh. I, I am so popular. I get followed by all these athletes and that's so awesome. But she had to take it another step without dropping any proof. And I Oh, just it's detestable. Like, it is. I just yeah. think that's that you're abusing someone who actually followed you unless you have proof. Don't abuse them. Like all they did was watch your story. I don't disagree with that. I, I think I don't know, man. This is why burner count burner accounts exist. This, I don't right. understand why you're LeBron James doing it this way. That's why I'm not convinced that he's in her DMs. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm, is. I'm not. No, I'm saying that yeah, LeBron is. needs to be using a burner account when he's looking right. at females that he likes. If, yes. if you were someone who was famous and and you wanted to yeah. be saying other things other than "Hey, you look good," we're getting somewhere. Someone looks good. <laughs> then hey, it's the Vernal Equinox. But you know, I just don't. I just don't believe it. I. I. I don't know. I just think. Man, like, I'm surprised to hear you say that because I drop think the DMs. You know why? <laughs> why? Because, I need that as a drop. Because when you have <laughs> creeps on your account, they actually say it, and you can actually show proof. You don't need to show that they watch your story. Well, no I, one cares. I think on some level, on some level, was this girl thirsty? No doubt. 
we got to give her some benefit of the doubt. If I, I mean, she on certain shows level. Proof. If she shows proof, okay. all she showed was he watched her story, like millions of other people but probably she's watched also, her story. Right, but she's no. Well, but there's not millions of other people watching her story. Whoever, how I don't know how many followers she has. So, but who cares? It's LeBron James. Yeah, he's, he's like one of the. It, it, it's a big deal if LeBron looks at your story. The first time oh, a, a, a professional athlete looked at my story, I was excited. Did, he, did you think he wanted to get with you? Everybody wants to get with me. I'm hot. Oh, he's straight pile driving her. I think there's one thing to say, man. I'm <laughs> she, so excited <laughs> that that a uh, you know a. A person I, you know, revere follows me and watch okay. my story. That's super cool. That's a different statement. He, he doesn't follow her. That's the other thing that came out of it. But I'm he was there for sex. The guy was trying to get that. Elon. And I don't. Yeah, yeah, like he's Elon's dad. He's trying to get that. <laughs> he's LeBron. I, I have no. I'm not. I, again, right, I'm not saying it's fact or. I'm telling you, I don't. I don't give LeBron the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. He's a professional athlete who can have any woman he wants. He's Tiger Woods. Yeah. He was out trying to he was out Show trying to DMs. score a hole in one. Anyway, Show the DMs. Jeremy Bolton says buckets oh sliding into DMs. Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh James Knight says mm -hmm. you need to think like a a man, Mrs. Monty. And by the way, I am a terrible influence on you. I can't believe that you don't believe this. Knowing how how much how much damage I've inflicted on your psyche, um, you get I mm, you know what you think in your head is one thing. But unless she can show DMs that say that he was suggesting something other than watching her story, all she's doing is hype. What you think with your head is one thing. What you do with your head is another thing. Oh! Uh, the Nye guy says sometimes, sometimes us dudes use our dong brain. Well, wow. Uh, Fat Jesus says LeBron sent a DM telling her that someone logged into her Netflix account. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> get your facts straight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. Eric C says, how do you feel about David Ochoa move? Tant Are we talking? Why? We ain't talking Why? Uh, Zayman says, Jake, how tough it must be to be you. Nah, I got a good life, dude. He does. He does. Shane Meyer says, uh, ha ha, LeBron is a simp, according to Mrs. Meyer. A simp. <laughs> no, I just think he's someone like oh. everyone else who is on Instagram and watch the story. Yeah. I, I don't know. Can I Johnson says LeBron will get her traded before those DMS come out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Tanner said, is LeBron married? Very publicly. So yes, very publicly. So uh dop hop says LeBron could still scroll his own DMS for her for the hotties though. Yeah, he could. And that's what makes this so baffling. It's not a question of was he in her DM or was he in her uh, story? He, he watched her story. Yeah. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Did he DM her? I think she will eventually release those DMs. Yeah. And I think if you are Mrs. LeBron James, my guess is you know that he's he is what he is. Yeah. And I think at this point, I think you know what he is. Alex Chacon says, uh, burner accounts are why KD doesn't have these problems. I agree. No, KD doesn't have these problems because he's single, so it's not a problem for him to be calling people DM and stuff. That's also very true. Friends, you know. This is why the Finsta was created. This is why. The Finsta was created. Your fake Instagram was created for this purpose. Wow. The Finsta. That's not so, what we're about. Like, Do I need to be worried? Do you have a Finsta? I don't. But if you want to be shady, you need to, you know... Do what everybody else does. Have a Finsta. James Knight says, read the room, Mrs. Monty. The males in the room have the smirks on their faces. 
That ain't well, wrong. That ain't wrong. So then I need to start questioning whose DMs you're in. You should. You should. Should I let you read my DMs? Do husbands let wives read their DMs? Like I don't if do a lot of DMs. Go right yeah, ahead and neither look at I. mine. You'd yeah, be I've got so bored. I've got nothing going on. Like I have nothing. I don't know that I have any DMs. Yeah, so no, many assholes happen. use disappearing mode or vanishing mode or whatever you call yeah, it vanishing now. Mode. That like it, it's just it, come on. Now and and why why wouldn't that be the same for him? So nobody said LeBron was intelligent. I nobody said he was intelligent. One, she posted this on her story, so it disappears after twenty four hours. Yep. So there's nothing there now for anyone to see unless they screen grabbed it. Which she did. But she posted on her story. So unless someone else. Right. But she, what happened is. The article that I read is no longer there. You can't, it, it, you can't actually right, but she, see what, what she, she posted. Did is, what she did is she, well, she took her account private. And she, what she posted when those guys were attacking her. She posted screenshots of the people who, you know how you can see who looked at your story? Yeah. She yeah. posted a screenshot of multiple stories where he clearly was like looking through her. And I, I, I agree with you. At this point, if he was in your DMs, you need to release it because it's, yeah. it's a big thing. Kanai Johnson said it was his son, Bronny, checking out IG models. You know, that could be. Could be. That could be. Uh, Fat Jesus says husbands don't quote unquote let their wives do anything. Wives just be crazy and do what they do. <laughs> Here, let me put Mrs. Monty on camera. He, I don't think you've ever we. If you got to look at your your other person's messages, like you, you probably got bigger. Are you problems. out of your goddamn yeah, mind? Me too. Right? Yeah. Honestly. I mean, seriously, like you, yeah. you have bigger problems than that. Yeah. It, it, that's just my opinion. Uh, all right, real quick, um, because you know we love talking money and real estate on this show. The Fed raised the interest rates by three quarter a point on Wednesday, <sighs> and as we were sitting in the hot tub. Um, DMing each other last night. Right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Mrs. Monty raised an interesting question. Do we believe a recession is real? And do you, and I'd love to hear this in the comments, do you feel the recession or the the tinge of more expensive goods, food, services, do you feel the tinge of more expensive debt do you feel that at your level? Have you struggled to pay for your gas? I think it's an interesting question. I think it is, I have struggled to pay gas at that level. Financially, I have felt the recession myself, I, I think. Um, I think food is way more expensive. I don't order food on apps anymore because I think it's just too expensive. Because now there's a gas surcharge. We took, Mrs. Monty and I took Uber from uh, our house to Rio Tinto to see RSL a couple of weeks ago. More expensive because gas was more expensive. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily believe on a daily basis we in this house have felt mm -hmm. the recession. But I wonder how many people have. Do you, Mrs. Monty, do you believe a recession is real? I, I'm not seeing that. I, I get it that we have a slowing in, in GDP but I think that is a good portion because of prices being raised. I think that we didn't have any inclination that the, there was no inclination that we were going to have a pandemic like that, which was going to totally change our economy. And so just because our economy is starting to, to change back a little bit or it's starting to recede some, I, I'm not feeling it. 
I'm not feeling that we're having the, the recession, but maybe I'm naive. I don't know very many people who are, in fact, I can't say off the top of my head that I know anyone that is unemployed who would like to be working right now. Oh, that's Our true. unemployment rate is extremely low. I'm not saying that people are being paid for wages and everybody's rich, but like, I just, I'm not seeing it. And I think that sometimes a recession happens because they tell you a recession's going to happen. So then people stop spending. I think our recession right now is caused by one greed in our gas and oil that they are, they've jacked up our prices so high and there's no reason for them to be that high anymore. And yet they still are that high. And then I also think the other piece is that some things are more expensive. Yeah. And you just got to get used to some things being more expensive. Well, and I think that's the scary part about inflation, especially, I think Europe, Australia, New Zealand, I think Hawaii, I think, you know, less to a lesser extent in the States, but I think things are not going to come down. I I am of the belief that you know, gas is where gas is because of greed, not because of supply and demand. Um, I think gas will forever be over $4. I think things like, um, you know, food, milk, bread, I think they're going to be at the prices they're at now because people are paying it. So why would producers lower it? That's the thing that scares me. But I absolutely think, I think there are families in this, in this country, there are families in this town that are feeling the, 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 squeeze of gas prices. I think there are people who cannot afford to pay their rent. I think the real estate market is a huge problem for a lot of people around the world. I think when you look at the inability of people to qualify because they can't pay their debt right now, they can't pay their credit card debt, they can't pay um, higher higher interest rates on their credit. I think the default rates on car loans are are staggering right now. Now, are we defaulting on our car loans? We're not. Yeah. We're we're in a very good position financially. We're very fortunate. But what did you rail against in the hot tub last night? People making stupid choices. Yeah. I think a lot of people driving Lambos and renting apartments, I think maybe not Lambo, but there are a lot of people who don't own a home that drive a really expensive car, which means they can't own a home. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of that. But I also think we live in a state where four to five to six kids and two parents is not un- unusual. <clears throat> and I think the cost of milk, eggs, bread, dairy, meat. Have you have you looked at the cost of a pound of chicken? Have you looked at the cost in a pound of ground turkey? It's exceptionally high right now. So I do think that the recession's real. You know, like it, it, it's, I think it's very real. Um, let's see, where are people at? Uh, Giggity says, uh, the recession has been a kick in the balls. I agree. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, yes, I've been feeling the inflation recession. And Tanner, you just moved. Are you a renter or a buyer? I think you're a renter, um, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if you're renting an apartment, I think you're feeling the 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 pinch. But I, but I also think that like part of this, too, that you have to understand is like people got to be able to keep their flexibility. So your point about like having like all the overhead costs, so like, you know, kids and everything that comes with having kids and like anything else that is extra cost outside of what you as a person need, I think is what's holding people down right now. And, 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 and it gets more difficult as you add to that ledger. So to me, yeah, like right now I'm paying like 1600 a month for a one bedroom. That's super expensive, you know, for, for a one bedroom, you know, you guys pay 1500 a month or whatever you pay. 
for for Something your like play. That, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and so you were fortunate enough, timing-wise, to get in before... You know the housing stuff happened, and, and that's prices locked. went nuts, and, and like, that's locked, by the way. And and, and that's and that's my thing. Like, but this is what's wrong. We had this conversation about affordable housing, so you're stuck paying what you're paying because if you didn't want to go along with the four hundred dollar you know rent increase, mm-hmm. you would have to find somewhere else to live, and there's nowhere else around here that was an option. Right. So it's like, so they have you. Well, I think there's this concept of, of, you know, you gotta, you gotta update. Oh, the camera. Right. Yeah. Go um, hey. uh, there's this concept of also, it's not that I'm not, I wasn't able to last year. I could have, but I think the, the hard part is, is I'm not interested in paying like 5% plus for a mortgage. I'm not interested in that. You know, but the, the, the thing that Mrs. Monty said about perception is real. Chris P says, all due respect, Mrs. Monty and my apologies to her, but gas is so high because of government restrictions and supply chain disasters. No, in fact, it is not that high. It has nothing to do with supply chain. And we need to get this right. Yeah. We need to get this right. Supply and demand is what usually drives market value. Unless you're talking about gasoline. When you look at gas, we don't have a lack of supply of crude or oil. We do not have a lack of, of supply chain, like manufacturing parts. We Nothing. There is one reason that gas, gas prices are as high as they are. It's because of greed. Fact. Gas prices, gas manufacturers and suppliers are not using typical formulas to set price per gallon anymore. What they are doing is trying to buy, get back the money they lost when people stopped driving during the recession. Did anybody notice that the demand for gasoline is very low right now? Yet the price is still very high. Yeah. There is not an issue with supply chain and government policy. There is not. The government policy that everybody should be talking about is the fact we just released hundreds of millions of barrels from a strategic reserve that's not going to do anything. Because there's no reason, there's no shortage of oil keeping gas prices high. There's not a tremendous drive, there's not a tremendous volume of drivers on the road right now. In fact, there is, over this summer holiday, there has been a decades low demand for gas. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you, the only reason that you see things like gas being $5 a gallon is greed. It is pure and simple. Yet we have oil companies making quarterly profits in the billions. It's not a supply and demand problem. It it, it just isn't. Um, James Knight says fuel has reduced significantly down here. Well, over the last six weeks, fuel has reduced, but we're still at 480, whatever. Utah's still you know? one of the highest. Yeah, Utah is still, and there's no reason for it. There's yeah. no reason for it. Uh, Axel Granzini says, hey, if you guys ever need bikes, I work at a local Utah bike company called Fazari. Nice. Mm, that's sick, dude. Nice. Like that. Um, I already read that one. Shane Meyer says, what good do low unemployment do if you have a job and feel like you can't afford the life you deserve because of inflation and prices? Yeah. And that's why yesterday this Fed thing, um, and the Fed on, on a large level, the Fed has very little control, in my opinion, over inflation. Especially now, because essentially what the Fed is doing, the Fed is raising rates. And if you know this, I apologize, but to simplify it for you, the Fed raises rates so people will spend less money so that 
uh, again, supply and demand. Right. If demand for gasoline is down because people are spending less, because they're not traveling, they don't want to spend money to travel. So if jet fuel comes down because there's less demand for jet fuel, you would think airfare would come down. You would think the cost of travel would come down. It's not. It's not. So the reason that the Fed raises rates is to get spending to come down so prices will come down so that Americans can feel better about their situation and spend more money on things and be able to afford life. But what we're seeing is now the Fed has waited so long to raise rates that that's not going to be effective. Right. We're going, we are likely in a recession now and the Biden administration can spin what the definition of a recession is. We're in a recession. There is no doubt about that. The real estate market is, in my opinion, the, the, the place where you're going to win this back. If you are a consumer and you have over, a, if you have a 700 or better, you should be buying a house right now. You should be, and, and not because he, he advertises with us, you should call a guy like Devery Davis because what you need is you need to take advantage of, of, what, of what you have now. Yeah. Because there is value in the real estate market if you're willing to be patient and negotiate. There is value. It is, it is one of those things now where we went from a situation where we had no supply of homes. We had no supply of homes. To now where we have an incredible supply of homes and the prices are so overvalued that people will not try to buy those houses. And the Fed is raising rates, so the cost of a mortgage potentially is higher. Yeah. So what you need to do is be aggressive, find a really good mortgage guy, Debra Davis at Academy Mortgage, and say to him, hey, I need a great rate so I can go and buy a house cash. That's what you have to do when you walk into a house these days. And don't pay the asking price. Why? Yeah. Why now? If you are buying a home, why on earth would you offer full market price, full asking price? If they're asking 925, why are you offering 925? You don't have to do that. The market's not hot anymore. It's not. Look at the numbers. The National Association of Realtors yesterday again released more market projections that say the housing market is cooling and that prices are going to come down. Yeah. If it's 925, I'd be offering 875. I'd be offering what the market says that house is worth. That's what I'd be offering. Yeah. But to do that, if you're not a fully cash buyer, hey, I'll write you a check. If you are going to get a mortgage, you better have a cash letter in your hand that says, I'm qualified. We can execute in 15, 20 days. Called every Davis, 801-543-9666, NMLS number 278545, an equal housing lender. A few more on this, uh, on the recession. Let's get uh, Yo Soy Mr. Coach. Hey, Coach. Because of all the investment firms that are into real estate is one of the biggest causes of expenses housing in the middle class. Very, very true. Mrs. Very Monty, true. this is a thorn in your side. Big corporations buy up the houses and rent them back to you and screw you over every time. Yeah. Chris P says, holy God, hot button topic to shill for your sponsor. Well done. We talk real estate on this show pretty much every day. Yeah. Have for a year. Real estate is something we're passionate about. We've all worked in real estate, invested yeah. in real estate. Yeah. This is this has nothing to do with the fact that our sponsor is a mortgage guy in Devery Davis. Yeah. You can go find real estate conversations from a year ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the rental market, and I do, I think open door. I think the fact that hedge funds are like, you're seeing less open door. I feel like, I feel right. like I don't see them a lot now, but look at, well, there are companies like Zillow that almost took a, a, a bath, almost went out because they bought so many property. Yeah. But if you look at the majority of rental property in this country, maybe a majority strong, but a large amount of the rental property in this country is owned by hedge funds. It's not owned by Jimmy and Susan who are trying to 
you know, build a kitty for retirement. Right. That's not the case anymore. No. It is owned by hedge funds. And and it's a problem because you live in a massive condo complex that's owned by a hedge fund. Yeah. And they are not going to take a dollar reduction because they can afford to wait the market out. Well, and because they also have probably shareholders that they need to give profits back to. And that's just the, the way that it, it's terrible for, for real estate. The corporate landlord is horrible for the consumer. Yeah. Um, Zesties Retro and Games. Hey, guys, thinking of moving from Wichita, Kansas to Michigan somewhere. Yeah. Your thoughts? I mean, it, it, the Midwest is difficult. Why? Why Michigan? What is your plan or what's the is that is there a reason for that or you just outside of California, Texas and New York? I would tell you to pick a place that fits your lifestyle. I mean, if you're moving, you I I would never advise anybody to move to California or New York. The cost of living is just too much. I would tell you Utah sucks. Don't move here because we don't want you here. Utah's amazing. Um, There's a movement. There's a guy that has a company that Utah sucks. Don't move here. Um, but I mean, there are a couple of places I would advise against Boise, Idaho is incredibly flipped, horribly right now. overpriced. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, really horribly. seriously, I really like your advice though. Buy according to your lifestyle. Are you an outdoorsy person? Do you want to be somewhere near snow? There are actually a good amount of resorts that are not in just park city. They're not in the most expensive place in the world. Um, so, you know, look around if you're outdoorsy, find a place that fits your lifestyle if you're not outdoorsy, you know, whatever that thing is that you like, find a place that fits you. Yeah. yeah. There are affordable places out there. I mean, you just have to be able to likely work remote if you're going somewhere that is not where your company's located. Patrick Bourne says, LOL, Utah is really pretty. Utah's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's really I mean, pretty. Utah. But- the problem is we're so overpopulated yeah. and, and we are... We're out of water. I mean, I, I, I mean, let's just call it what it is. We're out of water right now. It, it, I, and I don't know how it, it stops. Like I was talking to Devery last week about this. Um, you know, like cities like Roy, Utah, are not allowing people to build anymore. Yeah, because there's just no lo- water to support it. And if you look at Arizona, California, the Central Valley of California is is super low on water. And it's not because we're in drought. No, it's not because we're not getting enough snowpack. There's too many people. Yeah, it, it's over usage. It p- things like Lake Mead. One of the great misnomers is that Lake Mead is dry because we're in a drought. Does a drought contribute to that? Sure, on some level. But you know why Lake Mead is dry? Because we're pulling a ton out of the river. The feed for Lake Mead is running dry because we're using all of that water. Yeah. When they projected forward and they built the dam and and you built the lake and. There was no way to know that we would be stupid idiots and overbuild and overpopulate the the the, the areas yeah. that that yeah. that the Colorado supports. The Colorado is in is in dire straits. Look at the Great Salt Lake. The Great Salt Lake is in dire straits. Look yeah. at Lake Powell, dire straits. Look at Echo Reservoir, dire straits. Because we're we have too many people drinking too much water, taking too many showers, pinching too many loaves in the toilet. Like that's watering. Wa- watering. Oh, don't get me started on watering. Watering, grass. watering, 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 wasting water all the time. And and that's like, is, I think people don't understand for the Salt Lake area, most of our watershed comes from our local mountains. And within about 25 minutes from that water running down into the creek, getting to the station, 
it can be out to your house. Yeah. It is no longer going out to the Salt Lake. There's none, there's very, very little actually going to the Salt Lake. So the Salt Lake's drying up. And what no one really thought about in advance is what happens if that Salt Lake dries up? Yeah, we all die. We got to leave. Oh. I mean, that's God's honest truth. It's toxic. Yeah. Uh, a couple more, then we got to roll. Matt uh, Ritson says, Pac-12 should buy a mega lotto over $1 billion, save the league. Or the Pac-12 conference should just come to uh, Max Muscle Nutrition tomorrow morning from 6.30 to 9, uh, when we will be giving away free Mega Millions tickets. It is $1.025 billion jackpot. Yeah. By the way, that equates to about $380 million walking away. I'll take it if you guys don't want it. Yeah. Uh, a billion dollar mega uh, lotto drawing is tomorrow night. We have free tickets tomorrow morning uh, for you. We'll be broadcasting our show live at Max Muscle Nutrition in South Jordan, right over here by Costco. Come by. We'll give you a free Monty Show shirt. You'll get a free mega ticket. And by the way, by the way, um, if you if you make a purchase at Max Muscle tomorrow, we'll give you another ticket. Oh, by the way, if you come to uh, Max Muscle tomorrow. We'll also have an entry box for the BYU flyaway or driveway. Wow. Driveaway to see um, BYU and Notre Dame at Allegiant Stadium for the Shamrock Series on October 7th and 8th. We're giving you two tickets to that game. We're giving you a hotel for two and a $250 gas card so you can drive away uh, to see BYU and um, Notre Dame in the Shamrock Series. It's all tomorrow morning at Max Muscle Nutrition. And all you have to do is show up and say hello. There you go. Jake, play the music because we have to go now. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram. If you're here right now, please give us a thumbs up. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.